Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. listening to the free form rock podcast is everybody in is everybody in is everybody in the ceremony is about to begin ted uh, i'll be at your concert tonight i know a lot of my friends will be it's good for you okay everyone loves you ted Everyone? Well, everyone at the concert will. I guarantee what's your, it. What's your power that you got over that audience? It's called rock and roll. It's called rock and roll. It's a guaranteed thing. It's a nonstop thing. It always goes on. It's always good for you. It's good, clean fun. It's a nonstop boogie woogie. It happens all the time. It's a good thing. Especially tonight. Tonight's going to be the ultimate thing. You know what I do? I come into Minneapolis. I come into St. Paul. I go around everywhere I go, you know? And we just drop the hammer. It's good for okay. you. I like it. I enjoy it. Great, great. What's the Flawless. Story? Okay, you're out there cranking, dropping the hammer. What's the source of all that energy you, you crank up? Uh, I don't know. I just crave it. You know, I'm a rock and roll fan. I just happen to be able to uh, uh, put into use my cravings for rock and roll. And uh, in the process of applying these energies to rock and roll, I have a good time. And I think anybody who likes rock and roll will have a good time, you know, joining me in it. That's all there is to it. I just like it so much that it draws out all my capabilities and all the potentials of my energies. And I just apply them, you know. When you were young, did you have that same lust? Brian, Brian, when I was young, I'm just entering my second prime. Okay. <laughs> I'm still young, I'm just a boy. Uh, you know, when I was really just a tad, just a little sconcho dude, man, I was like seven years old when I started playing guitar, you know, there was the Ventures and Lonnie Mack and James Brown and all those, uh, you know, electric guitar rock and roll songs that were just surfacing in those, in those days because electric guitars just started coming to the forefront of uh, music and that's how rock and roll was created with an electric guitar basically and uh so i was uh, motivated inspired by all the rock and roll that was available then the chuck berry type era you know so i got my teeth sunk into it pretty deep in the beginning and from that time on i dug it so much it was just a matter of uh rechanneling my uh, cravings for it from just a uh, by a viewer uh, to someone who's actually participating in the in the making of the music to you know playing the licks by practicing them on the guitar mm -hmm. I liked it, you know, I had a good time. So you found some guys uh, and got together and started Yeah, band. yeah, just a bunch of boys. You know, I had my first band in Detroit when I was about 11 years old. We played at the Michigan State Fairgrounds in Detroit. We played the Polish Art Festival, I think. And uh, that was good. We played Boogie Woogie and Honky Tonk and Perfidia and Walk Don't Run and all those little licks, you know. It was good. I liked it. Young Ted was digging it. Really? Yeah. I know you get into rock and roll so deeply. Do you get into life the same way? I figure whatever you're going to do, you might as well do it all the way. Because if anything's worth getting into, it's, get, it's worth giving all your attention to and focusing on that given endeavor to the point where you can apply your energies and your capabilities to making sure that you maximize the potential of any given endeavor. And uh, I only do a few things in life, you know. I raise my children, I rock and roll, and I uh, hunt and I fish. And I uh, uh, like to go off in the mountains and stuff, four-wheel driving. And uh, like at the end of this tour, we finish up this tour in Detroit, which is the greatest place to end up anything. Huh? And I head for the woods, Jack, and you couldn't find me with Cochise and a sack of flour once I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I am in the woods, you know. I mean, I'm like humping oak trees, you know. And uh, I just hunt and fish, and I live off the land for four months a year in the fall and winter. Mm. So you're not on tour that time? No. Okay, taking it easy? Well... 
Yeah, it's, it's relaxing. It's very peaceful for me. But my idea of taking it easy is getting up about four in the morning, getting my decoy set out on the lake and waiting for the geese to come in, you know, uh -huh. snagging a few for dinner. So uh, even when I am relaxing, it's very relaxing for me to pursue the outdoor activities which I become involved with intensely. You know, I uh, like I said, you might as well really apply all your capabilities to any pursuit you're in the process of. And when I'm driving off-road vehicles, I like to have the nastiest vehicle I can. I like to, you know, try to get stuck and try to destroy the vehicle. <laughs> and uh, uh, really go places no white men have tread, you know. And uh, when I'm hunting, I like to use the bow and arrow or a handgun. And I like to sneak up on them babies and choke them, you know. <laughs> I like to uh, really hunt like a, like, a, like a predator, you know, like a cat or a, or a wolf or something. And uh, I find that by applying your intense capabilities to any given thing that you're involved with like rock and roll you might as well rock your brains out with hunting you might as well sneak right up on them with uh, four-wheel drive racing you might as well just put that baby to the floor and go gonzo you know whatever you do you should uh, go all the way i think so you would say to anyone like my age or who would watch the show uh just go after it with yeah, a, with go a, nuts. Just with a panic. Yeah, drop the almighty hammer, man. The name of the game is Gonzalite is personified. You know, live it up. You know, the name of the game is get up in the morning and cook, you know, start cruising. That's what I like to do anyhow. I'm not preaching it to anybody. But if anybody wants to really get the most out of life, that's what I'd recommend. Uh-huh. So that's how you built the Ted Nugent we see today. Well, I guess that's what happened. Yeah, I didn't think much about it. But the ongoing saga dictates those conclusions I think yeah yeah I like to I like to live it up okay thank you very much don't Ted. mention it. it's my pleasure all right welcome to another edition of the freeform rock podcast so I'm not gonna send it to the star he got kind of upset when I did that the w hey Jerry what's up man <laughs> what's up what's up what's up everybody man how y'all doing tonight we got a great guest today man one of my favorites man eric arms to be jordan man how you doing oh, yeah oh, I'm good, man. how you doing yeah. yeah i got some energy there i drink a bang energy drink i i found these for the first time in a long time because i guess i got a lawsuit against them <laughs> but I, i'm good man i'm good you know uh yeah just i'm surprised i woke up in time for this fucking episode <laughs> hey, what was that? What was that energy drink and hot tub time machine? <laughs> Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl. <laughs> I just that. watched that like a couple weeks ago. I fucking love that damn movie. That movie rules. Second one sucked. Oh, second one was terrible. Second one was, was like horrible. unwatchable. Like, what? oh, it was bad. God damn, that movie sucked. But uh, and then we, and then we got, of course, the the shit stir. Fucking Mark Arden Taylor, man. How you doing? Hell, <laughs> hey. that shit. <laughs> and then of course hey, wait 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 Jerry, wait Jerry I, I got something hello baby uh, all right now oh I just got AIDS <laughs> and we got the star of the show raising his hand wanting to come in man how you doing Charles <laughs> wait a minute it, it is wait a minute it's three minutes and 57 seconds in and I just now get to speak on my show where I am the star of this fucking show Mark that it's extreme, like, that it's extreme plotism's getting to your head, Mark Alden Taylor. <laughs> exact. No, it's been a minute and thirty seconds because I just started recording a minute and thirty seconds ago. So well, you, you probably put some uh, 
Ted Nugent little interview segments or something. I know you. you hey, 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 Freeforming that doesn't have that high of a budget. What are you, what are you talking about? Have you, have you heard the shows? I, I find interviews with the bands we do now before the shows, man. I think they're cool. Yeah, put one for the Abbey Road. Yeah. Uh, the, the Beatles, which, you know, I like them a lot. Yeah. I'm just those few people. I love the goddamn Beatles, man. They fucking rule. The greatest band ever walked God's green earth. Damn right. And, Fuck and the Rolling Stones. Road, suck some taint, Black, uh, Black Sabbath fans. There wouldn't be Black Sabbath without the Beatles. And that's a fact. Now, that, that, there wouldn't be a lot. The majority of the bands wouldn't have been around without the Beatles. Music wouldn't exist without the Beatles. Nope. Yeah, and, and fuck and Bushy, I love you, but God, fuck your Rolling Stones, man. They can't, they are a pimple on the ass of the fucking Beatles. Well, see, that's see, that's why I disagree. I like, I like the Stones better than the Beatles, but I understand oh, the I, Beatles. But I, I understand I, the Beatles. What they yeah, you, you at least yeah. acknowledge it. You prefer oh, the Rolling Stones, but you at least acknowledge that the, the Beatles are far fucking, more better. Uh, you'd be an idiot. You'd be you'd be an idiot if you didn't acknowledge that. But I means. but I listened to the new song again, and you know what. Hey, Rolling Stones, time to get on that retirement boat. With, they should uh, get on that boat mean, a long time ago. The fucking, that song sucks. I hate it. Oh, Horrible. God. It, it really sucked. And the thing is about it, I um, when they did their Greatest Hits album, what, 10 years ago? Doom and Gloom ruled. <laughs> but uh, not this one. Yeah, but I mean, dude, they ain't put out really nothing great since like the mid to late 80s. Even, mixed, even Steel Wheels, it was okay. <sighs> But that it was all right. That Steel was Wheels amazing. was a good and a bad memory at the same time. Yeah. I agree with Charles. I, mean, I think Steel Wheels was actually their best, their last great, great album. Oh, I like the other album, uh, Voodoo Lounge. Voodoo Lounge, Lounge, had Lounge, Lounge, yeah. Yeah. Voodoo Lounge had a moment or two. I think that but Love is Strong, that's an all right song. Yeah, that was a cool song. I love the video. <laughs> but... But I still think mixed emotions was literally mixed demotion. That's what they said. I like Angie. I like Well, that's in the 70s. Yeah. The that, that's all. I mean, what did we do? We did Goat's Head Soup? No, that wasn't on the yeah. yeah. I tell you what, the 70s Stone stuff is the best from them, in my opinion. I mean, I do like a lot of that 60s stuff, too, but Lordy Mama. When you I mean, had Nick. Mixed- <laughs> Yeah, oh, Steel, Steel yeah, Wheels me gives me bad memories because of Guns N' Roses, but it also gives me good memories because <laughs> oh, yeah. Stones the Mick Taylor era is the best. Crappy, overrated, living color. Yeah, we've heard before how you went on and on. They rule and Where's Living Color today, Mark? They're still touring and opening for Extreme. For me, for me, it's all about hot. All I care about is hot rocks. That's the only Rolling Stones album I need, and that's it. Oh, you're crazy! Fuck uh, here, here, I'll name all my favorite Rolling Stone songs. Right? I mean, I love that whole album, but sticky as far fingers, as... man. Goat's head soup. What are you talking about? All right, so dancing I, oh, yeah, with well, Mr. Like, dancing like, with Mr. D is not like on Hot Angie. Rocks. I like Angie, and that's it. I, I, I like the song Angie. I like Ruby Tuesday, Paint It Black, uh, Mother's Little Helper. Um. What's that other one? Uh, Jumping Jack Flash. I like Gimme Shelter, Brown Sugar, Wild Horses, and, and Angie. If I didn't mention Angie already. Fucking love Angie. Dude, well, sticky fingers. Eric, Eric. Yes. 
get away from her satanic majesty's request. It's a knockoff of Sgt. Pepper. It is. It's all it's total rip off. It's oh, so bad. I agree with you on that album, but Sticky Fingers. Like, I well, like, Mark, I, I mentioned like, brown. I like Wild Horses and Brown Sugar. Okay, you're 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 Mitch, but you don't like Dancing with Mr. D or the Deep Tracks, man. No, I don't like Dancing with Mr. D. It's just I it can't get into it, man. Dancing, I can't. Dancing. Oh come on! I try. I try. I listened to that Rock and Roll Combat podcast episode. And I I gave that album a chance, but I, I just like Angie. I just keep playing Angie over and over. What about Tumbling Dice? Tumbling Dice and Street Fighting Man? Yeah, man. Oh, Street Fighting Man's pretty good. I love that one because that one's on Hot Rocks. I like I like Hot Rocks. I love that whole album. All right. Well, I was just mentioning like my favorite favorite songs, but like oh. as far as I'm concerned, it's like all about Hot Rocks. And like that whole compilation, and then the song Angie, and that's it. You know what? I, think, I just let me say something real quick, and then Mark, go ahead and throw your two cents on that. But I'm not the type to tell Eric or anyone you need to listen. I'm not one of I those guys. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but, I don't do that anymore because I got called out too much on that shit. Maybe, just maybe, if you're ever bored. Check out Exile on Main Street. Yes. I, that, I may have to because uh, uh, Edwin, I think, wants to do that one in the future. Wants to review that in the future. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Uh, I don't That's mean probably- I, I don't mean to jump in on this, uh, but I was gonna say, Eddie, get fucking like he did with you on Led Zeppelin. Get you into the fucking Stones. They rule. Not as good as the Beatles. Nah, man. See, here's the thing, though. I liked Led Zeppelin. I just got tired of. I got like fucking so burnt out on them. But- There's the Stones. I just never could get into, man. I just couldn't. But I'm going to put this in your ear now. If you do that Stones album, I would like to be a guest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Exile on Main Street? Yes. Oh, God. You can just Eddie. tell me love uh, on that because uh, I think you might like it. I, I kind of stack it against physical graffiti, which a lot of people will get mad at me. But, oh. No. Two it, it, may, it, yeah, it may be their physical graffiti. Yeah, I, I agree. But physical graffiti and is just like... Plus, Keith godly. Richards... Oops, spoiler alert. What a song. I mean, that's Keith... I love Keith Richards, though, so... I mean, you know. But, uh... Man, there's emotional rescue. Some girls, uh, I mean... It's just, I love it's some girls. Shit. But, I mean, Tattoo I like, You. Tattoo like You cover. Waiting for a Friend? I love what Waiting for a Friend. I hate that song. I hate that song. I saw that on VH1 Classic, the music video. I was like, man, this sucks. I hated that. Listen to the <laughs> review we did with Lee and Eddie Conestracci on Tattoo You on this podcast. And uh, Oh, is that the one with Start Me Up? Yes. I fucking hate Start Me Up. I hate that oh, fucking man. song so much. Of course you do. You like bad music, Eric. I'm just joking. <laughs> you like bad music, Mark. Fuck out. You listen to Extreme. Oh, whatever. And you, and you like admit, and like you, you're like willing to admit it to the world. I, because it's good. It's extremely man. shit. I have to agree there. Well, yeah. of course, you know, I'm gonna, it's three against one on this podcast, but it's... Yeah, three. yeah. It, 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 That's it, it, you should just rename this the three against one podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sad part about it is Living Color is opening up for them. That says a lot about That's Living sad. Color. God yeah. damn, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> I like yeah, so, Living Color. But you know, you don't suck. If you don't like it, it's okay with me. I used to love and they're not trendy. I'm the trendy one for liking it. There you go. I, I used to like the song Cult of Personality until CM Punk fucking ruined it. I fucking yeah, hate yeah. CM Punk. Fuck I, him. 
Fuck, you I might, right? Letter to a Landlord, the best one on there, man. Letter to a Landlord? Who names a song that? Glamour Boys. You love Glamour Boys. I don't like Glamour Boys. <laughs> glamour Boys. Do, do. Glamour Boys. What, what's that uh, country-ish song on Some Girls? I don't remember. Sweet Vagina? Sweet Vagina. <laughs> sweet Vagina. <laughs> I love me some Sweet Vagina. vagina. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 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 he's listening to the gospel music. Uh, I have the oh, CD. Shine a light. Shine a light. Oh, that's all exile. God that's all damn it. Where's the um, stones here? I got that. Where you're down on your luck. I like that song, I think. Yeah, what's the name of it? I don't know. Can I, let me, like, you guys keep talking while I Google shit. It's Far Away Eyes. Okay, that's cool. That one, Eric. Uh, I think you like Far Away Eyes. You know, okay. everyone's gonna hate because I, I do. Uh, you know, I make fun of Mark a lot, but I do also have some shitty music taste as well that oh, yeah, I know do. is like shit. Uh, there, there's a Janie, there's a Janie Lane's like demo uh, for a song called Far Away Eyes. It's actually pretty damn good. But you mentioning the, the name Far Away Eyes, me think of that Janie Lane song. I, I do like. Warren had a couple of good songs that I do like. I do agree, it's shit. Like it's like really cheesy bullshit, oh, but it's good. Right. Uh, there's like a lot of good stuff that they have that I do like. You don't it's have like to say that. You don't have to no, say no, that. Man. Charles, posted, Charles posted this picture of this food, man. It looks fucking awesome. What is that? Oh, it's uh, sausage. Hungry. Polish sausage, potatoes, and onions. Fried. Oh yeah, you're you're in Poland fighting aliens. Ser seriously, have dude. In the states. You know what I make? You know what I make? Kind of similar. I get that uh, Hillshire Farms Polska kielbasa. And I get yeah. those new potatoes and I fry them up in a pan. It's so fucking delicious. Gotta throw some onions in there. I don't like up. onions. Uh, except grilled what? Onions How do you not like burger. onions, Mark? Only put uh, some fucking onions. Only grilled onions from in and out Burger. That's about it. Are you, are you serious? How do you cook, Mark? Like, a lot of people <laughs> fucking onions, dude. Dude, if you ate my lasagna, you'd be kissing my ass. I cook a great Bro, when you I mean, when I mean, you fry them, that bad taste comes out, man. You it, know like what, it's... Eric? If you ever came here, I would take you and your fiance and your uh, son to uh, freaking uh, Disneyland. So remember that. that. I will remember that. that <laughs> I want to go to Disneyland. That and but, uh, crappy in and out. You'll try oh, well, to. Charles knows drink. that invitation is I... wide open because he yeah. he is a Disneyland nerd. Oh, Mark, I, I, am. Will, I will try your lasagna uh, if you try my uh, stuffed shells. They're very good. The what secret you, is I use. Well, my secret is I use uh, uh, onion and chives uh, cream cheese oh, instead damn, of ricotta. Man. Oh, God. Well, fuck. That's my secret. What, what you, That's my secret. That's I my hate secret. chives, yeah. man. I hate chives. Whatever you guys decide, whatever whatever you guys decide to do this, man, let me be the judge, please. It sounds funny. yeah. Oh, you're you're more than <laughs> I want to try all, that. All you guys, that, you know, I have the secret. It's 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 the ricotta. Use the onion and chive uh, cream Fucking, cheese. I I have a ricotta cheese is the best thing in the world. I, oh, I love ricotta cheese. I have a guest room. You guys don't need to get a fucking hotel. You could stay here for free. All right, and then you could cook me that shit up. food. <laughs> I think everybody he's invited is going to show up at one time. He's going to have like 30 people at his house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I have a garage with a pool table and a refrigerator. You got a beer. fucking pool table? Yes, I got a pool All table. Right, I, I, me, and my, me and my fiance will be coming over. And I got a Roku TV on the wall in there so we can watch fucking videos and play pool. Hell and yeah, me, man. Just don't fucking say me Hagar, man. I'm I'm like, like, I, I want to keep my girl in the mood. Let me do a little quick thing. I might take you up on that. 
Because the latest I looked, and I don't know, I, there's some people say I'd rather have water than go to this. But I found power trip tickets for the whole thing, 500 and something dollars for three days. Oh, fuck. Mm. You know, bad. that's like a, it's like 80 miles for me, though. First of all, would you guys go to that? Where, where is it? I if somebody bought me a ticket. I don't think <laughs> where, where is it? Coachella, you know, fucking hot as fuck out there. Yeah. Oh, Coachella, goddamn, it's hot as fucking down there. Yeah, it is. GNR and who? Iron Maiden. That's right. Support. That's the way it should be. No, it's too yeah. fucking. They, they do the same amount of sets, dude. It's then you got Judas Priest and ACDC. Oh, yeah! Man. Fuck yeah! And Metallica and Tool. Yeah, I like oh, Tool. Cool. But I think that's not a bad deal. No, it's not. Uh, by the time Tool, wait, for, is Tool for, headlining for, for all those bands? Fucking hey, yeah. that's not a bad deal. By the time I'm Tool sure. comes on, I'll be so drunk that I'll like the music will not sound as bad. <laughs> well, no, Mater's <laughs> a fucking under, a misunderstood I would, genius. I wouldn't be like Mark and go to the second night of Metallica and watch those shitty opening bands and then complain about them for like a week and a half. I well, wouldn't I, even... do, I, I do a podcast, so I have to warn people about them. You know, I I, would, I, I, take, I take the bullet for you guys. Here you go. There you go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I already knew they suck. But you know what pisses me off about that Metallica shit? That they fucking James got COVID and they switched it to this Saturday. And Ice Nine Kills is not on that thing. You know who's fucking there? Fucking suicidal tendencies. What the fuck? Yeah, suicidal. I love suicidal tendencies. Not there. I think Pantera's not there though. Oh, Pantera. Oh, no, Pantera's not there because they already did the first night. It was the second night that they had to cancel. Oh, okay. Okay. But fucking suicidal fucking tendencies is there. I fucking love suicidal tendencies. GNR just canceled St. Louis. I, I think. love suicidal tendencies. They're okay. I think GNR, uh, GNR just canceled St. Louis. I think maybe the COVID. Oh, no, but... I thought they weren't allowed in St. Louis ever again. Nope, they were scheduled, and they just announced they canceled and told everybody to get a refund and some health issue. So oh, I'm they're assuming... not going to reschedule. No, they can't. Like, oh. Apparently, it's kind of so. the final. Uh, they, they they hate St. Louis ever since that incident. <laughs> They even put in the liner notes of Use Your Illusion. Fuck you, St. Louis. Yeah, fuck you, St. Louis. Sammy Hagar is so huge. But yeah, you know what? Fuck St. Louis. They fucking blue. They got the St. Louis blues and fucking Sammy Hagar love. Fuck them. I hate that fucking shithole city. I went to St. Louis and it was a shithole. Hey, Mike Tyler lives by there somewhere. Oh, man. Someone save that man. Someone get that man out of there. Bill Rosemary, you rule. Bill Rosemary also rules. Yeah, but uh, Hagar rules there, and so that means it's definitely a shithole. And oh, it's a shithole shithole. I went there. Well, and and also, also, the Car- the- also, the Cardinals play there. Fuck them. <laughs> there you oh, go. Fuck the Cardinals. Yeah, fuck the Cardinals. Fuck the Blues. Fuck Sammy Hagar. Fuck St. Louis. <laughs> fuck your stupid-ass arch. <laughs> fuck your arch. I want your stupid-ass hey, arch. Hey, but I heard the barbecue is good there. No, fuck the barbecue. No, 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 no. Ain't as good as Texas. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Mark. Texas. Nobody talks. Georgia. They always talk about Kansas City barbecue or St. Louis oh, barbecue. Louis. No, that's it's Kansas. Not Texas and Georgia. Uh, yeah, that's Kansas City. Memphis. That's a, you gotta be in the South, man. You gotta be in the fucking, South. Good barbecue. Fucking, 
fucking Memphis has got some barbecue, man. Ooh, it's all the same. Yeah. I guess it's Nashville. all in the same area. It's all in the same area, I guess, if you think about it. Nashville, that hot chicken. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That Jerry died. Remember, Jerry, you got the hottest chicken there? <laughs> hey, I finished it. I finished it. It was But you were, like, sweating your ass off, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's, free, it's, it's freezing outside, and I'm fucking sweating. It's fucking Dude, that, fucking hot. that Nashville hot chicken, man, that, that gives you some nasty fucking hot shits, man. Dude. <laughs> I got the mild. It wasn't mild. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Remember, Jerry? I was sweating my ass off my yeah, mild. You got the mild. I got the fucking delicious. I'm not a I think your wife, your wife got hot. I love spicy food. No, my wife got the hotter one. Yeah, she was. And I go, what the fuck are like, you doing? My fiance loves spicy food, man. No, so Eric, it's like, fuck yeah. Didn't I see you make something like curry or something? Uh, adobo. Chicken yeah, adobo. Okay. I'm yeah, actually that, making that, that tonight. That is the Filipino like uh, food, there, man. That's like oh, the first. I, thing. I know, I know. My all of my siblings are half Filipino. I know. Holy man. shit! Really? Yes, oh, sir. Dude, man. Sorry, sorry. Fucking yeah. lupia. You ever have lupia? That's some good. Shit, oh man. yeah, that's basically like their version of like uh, spring rolls. Yeah, yeah. It's so be, fucking good. Besides, big, besides big, you guys. Big shout out friends, to the train you know. siblings. Yeah, they're, 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 and Ray is a big listener to the show, I believe. So Vincent Cavanaugh is Filipino too. Man. I love Vincent yeah. Cavanaugh. We're supposed that, to have man. a beer one day, but he's trucking too much, man. Yeah, uh, I fucking love Vincent Cavanaugh. I love Vincent Cavanaugh, man. He was on the Prince episode here for the Batman soundtrack. <laughs> Check that episode out. Uh, but also, I'm just saying, dude, my best friend at work, Janet, is fucking uh -huh. Filipino. My uh, wife's best, one of her besties, another Janet, which is weird. She's Filipino, so I've been to parties. Super... With, I've been to parties with Adobo and all this. Fil I can't. I don't like it, <laughs> but they what? enjoy it. I don't like it, man. I don't know. You what don't like nothing. You don't like anything good. <laughs> I like burgers, steak, and chicken. Burgers and chicken. You are not adventurous at all, Mark. Oh, dude. I started fucking eating peppers, and peppers are pretty good. I like peppers now. Death on a fucking plate is what Mark loves, man. He posts that all the time. Like, yeah! Tommy's Jeez. chili cheeseburgers, man. Come on, man. The only thing good in that fucking state is Del Taco. <laughs> Del Taco rules. Del Taco. Del yeah. Taco. Del Taco Holmes. Have fries with the tacos. Well, you That's know, it's it, it's not made eight. by Mexicans. It's made by white people. So... <laughs> <laughs> I like Taco Bell too. But you know what's I you know, like some Taco Bell. You know yeah. what's funny? Uh what's that? Uh Panda Express. I love Panda yeah. Express. When you go in there, there ain't no Asian people, it's all Mexicans. There isn't! They're, They're all Mexicans. Isn't. It's all Mexicans, dude. You're yeah, funny. that's some bullshit <laughs> false advertising. Not a fan. I'm more PF Chang's. Ooh. Well, I, that, that's some expensive shit. I can only go there once in a while. Panic that's Express, fucking bougie like, shit, there, Charles. Yeah. Oh man, I, that's. I want to take my. I'm gonna take my woman to Panda or not Panda. Uh, 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 I'm having a stroke. P.F. Chang's. Well, you can yeah, buy it from well, Target and cook it yourself. I, I don't want to do that, Mark. There's Y, which is like owned by the same company. It's a little cheaper. It's it's like, but yeah, and I enjoy. Uh, What's the place that makes those burrito bowls? Uh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, I mean. gone downhill. I don't like Chipotle. But you know, it sucked when I lived in Indiana, Eric. They didn't have the, 
the uh, brisket fucking plate that they had everywhere else. I was mad. Oh, no way. That's bullshit. I hate when they have, like, stupid regional bullshit like that, and you get fucked out of it. I'm watching football. They got commercials for fucking this Oh, so they throw it in front of your face and just tease you. Yeah. I go to Columbus, Indiana. They ain't got that shit. Oh, fucking assholes. But, hey, y'all have a great pizza chain there. I can't remember the name of it. And an awesome liquor store chain. There's good pizza in Indiana. Liquors from Indiana. You guys Andy cool. Spot Liquor. Oh, uh, are you talking about Party Chalet? We had cork down there in that, that their Kentuckyana area. And it was really cool. And all them chicks like me. Well, hey, dude, you're you're a sexy motherfucker, dude. You are sexy, dude. You're a sexy no, motherfucker. star down there. It you, was cool. I, I you, fucking and, you and Nate with the baritone voice. I'm like, I want to fuck you. If you guys, <laughs> if you want to check out Indiana, go to two spots, in my opinion, Indianapolis, but be careful, and then go to Bloomington. Ah, Bloomington. What was yeah. that place where Columbia Terra Hoot? Terra Hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where Columbia House was, man. <laughs> it was, yep. Sure was, yep. Eric, are, are you close to Fort Wayne? Or are you? Oh, um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm close to Fort Wayne. That's typically where I go for, for concerts. That's probably like the closest uh, place where they have most venues. Mooger up in that what? area. Mooger Fugers? Who is, who is Mooger Fugger? What does he look like? What Shit. ethnicity is you he? You haven't added Shane Presley on your fucking... Inter uh, thing yet? No, I always hear like I always hear the Mooger Fruger. I always you, hear that you name. Need to Shane, you I need to know him on your podcast, man. Come on. I didn't know if he was even a real person or if he was just like <laughs> it was an inside joke that Decibel Geek always did. I met him at yeah. fucking uh, Rocket yeah. Pod. He goes, dude, I'm the Mooger Fruger. I go, fuck you. Oh, fuck. Shane's a real person. He's real. Holy shit. He's been on BS and and. Boy, his show, I don't yeah. think his episode he's has like, come out yet on uh, Free. He's like, he's like, remember those like sitcom shows they had having? There's always that character that they talked about, but you never actually saw them. He's like that person. <laughs> yeah, Fruger, but he... Fruger rules, real. dude. I've met him. And so oh, my, man. Yeah. Yeah, I gave him a bottle of tequila that Jerry left, and then he hid it in uh, fucking Aaron Camaro's house. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's really like... like like good looking dude, he gets a lot of chicks. Well, he's got a wife, but he he probably would. Boy, I, at I, one point, I, he got would, a lot of I would fuck him. Well, at one point, he probably got a lot of chicks. Saying, wait, wait, all right, all right, all right. We gotta stop with that. But Eric, he's he's militantly Hagar fan. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. He, likes, he likes Nine ghosts. Arm, he likes ghosts. Nine arm leopard. Yeah. Poison. Likes oh. Him. Oh, man, now he's not as cool anymore as I See, saw not, Nobody's perfect. Nobody's well, perfect. Well, the Decibel Geek guys like all that shit, so what do you think? He's not going to like that? Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, we all have our problems in life. And, yeah, yeah, we all got issues. Wait, I'm going to grab another drink. All right, what are you drinking? Are you drinking wine again? No, it, it, it's too early for that shit. I got other things I got to do after this, so I'm drinking uh, energy drinks. Ah, fuck. Uh, today, right. I'm, today, today I'm taking... Today I'm... Yeah, it's not today. I'm not damaging my liver. I'm damaging my heart. All it's right, not a box go. of wine day. <laughs> well, I'm almost done with my six ounces of whiskey. So, God damn, I'm on my third beer. I'm on my third beer already since we started. Why he gets his drink? What are we doing today? And who picked this? Today? I picked this album because fucking 
I've always wanted to do a Ted Nugent album on this show. I'm back. Lee has always like said, no, I don't want to do Ted Nugent right now. So You've said, never done one? No, we've never done a fucking Ted album, dude. What was that damn Yankees horse shit? You well, that me. wasn't a Ted Nugent solo album. <laughs> and that was your debut on this awesome podcast. So yeah. you you got to have fond memories of that. Because it was oh, two yeah. against one, actually, so... It was good. Yeah. You and Lee bonded oh. over that episode, so it's true. That is true. My uh, brother from another mother, and then uh, also I did like the Ted Nugent songs on that album. One, <laughs> I had two. I had two. Pile driver. <laughs> Pile driver is one fair song rules. Uh, Mark, yeah. you should just call this podcast uh, "The People versus Mark Alden Taylor." <laughs> but there's a lot of things we do bond on, like fucking uh, Bob Seger, you know. True. And shit okay. like that. Which was, uh, uh, this is part of our live album Dolls, series. One of Eric's favorites. Who? The New York Dolls, one of Eric's favorites. Oh, God. Well, that episode has not come out yet, has it? Yes, it will have by now. It will have by it now. It will have by now, yes. yes I'm not going to give you my thing, but I got street cred on that one. Yeah, love it. Uh, well, you know, Eric, I thought the same thing, but maybe I still think the same thing, but we'll know later. <laughs> no, now it's been out. Oh, yeah, it's I been mean, out. I liked it. Fuck, yeah. It was great. I played on that metalstation.com. Fucking rules. Now, what hasn't come out yet is the one that's coming in a couple weeks. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. The one I asked Eric to come on. Oh, Thanks God. On. I, I, I listened to like five Don't seconds of that album, and I'm already pissed off. Yeah. yeah. Don't give it away yet. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, it's a surprise. But we're doing Nuge today. Fucking Uncle Ted. Fucking so. produced by fucking Lou Futterman and Tom Weirman. It gets a lot of shit. But Tom Weirman's pr produced a lot of fucking great albums, man. He has. Fucking hey, is the live album series? Yeah, it's part of the live album series. And this is my pick. Didn't we have Eric on another live album? Yeah, Foghat. Fog he was on Foghat. Yeah. What a great album. It's a great fucking album. Wasn't he on the song remains the same too? No, no, I was not that one. one. Wasn't we haven't released that one yet. So. Yeah, well, it'll who, be who out. Was on, I can't remember who was on that one with us. Was it just us? Move no, Finger. Was Mooger? Yeah, Mooger was on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Wait, he was on uh, Mooger Fooger? Yeah. <laughs> you need to get him on your thing, and I, I need to. You yeah. need to get him, and you need to get some other guy on there, man. That I said, uh, put it on your post. Uh, Eric, be on for Warrant one time. <laughs> Wait, which one wants uh, Charles? You want to be on for Warrant? Yeah, man. <laughs> which one? I only do the first three albums. After that, I don't want to do. I don't want Doggy to stay, dog but... rules, man. And that's what I meant. The first three albums. Oh, but at, uh, the albums after that are fucking really good. Too. I, I think Warrant is really underrated. I think they I were. I think really... they got some good songs. They're not perfect, but I mean, they're but they're pretty damn good. Jeannie Lane could write a song, it's... man. Come on. Oh, I, don't like the new, I don't like the, the new singer they got. I don't like it all. Oh, well, because you can't write songs that Jeannie Lane could write. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, the guys in Warren are just like, oh, fuck, we gotta write the songs now? Damn. <laughs> I saw Red is one of the greatest ballads ever. Oh, I fucking love that damn song. Yeah. Oh. I like their Better Roses better than Bon Jovi's Better Roses. Well, no shit, Mark. But I love Bon Jovi. 
That's uh, uh, well, Barrow Rose is my bond. Give me some Robert Mason. Shit. Fucking rules, Jerry. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, I, I like Robert Mason. I just don't think he really works with Warren because he just—he's—he's uh, he's not the songwriter Janie was. Oh, 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 Have you heard the two yeah. End Machine albums or fucking Big Cock? Heaven. <laughs> oh, is Big Cock is a great band. I love Big Cock. That's Robert Mason, man. We know you love Big Cock. Oh, I, yeah, I we know you love Big, Big Cock, Cock Jerry. Part. Mark, I'm gonna learn the guitar part to heaven, and you got to sing it in your karaoke style. Hey, Jerry, show me his big cock. Easy, man. It's, it's just a, it's, it's heaven. Heaven's just a GCD song, man. It's easy. It's yeah, I, I love the song Heaven, man. It's a good song. Fucking my my woman loves that song. They're way better than the Bullet Boys. I'll tell you that much. I, I was yeah. I'll definitely give the edge to Warren over Bullet Boys. Fuck yeah. They're more memorable songs. That one too. I'm sorry. Before you kind of like. Before we get into this episode, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, Jerry has debuted his fucking Three Shots Down podcast. Hell yeah. It will be, de- it will be debuted, but definitely we'll have a couple out by that, I'm sure. He will. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I got another secret announcement for the world. Oh, shit. Let me put it together. But I discussed this year- yesterday with Jerry and uh, mutual friend of the show, Joseph Staub. Staub, it- we're going to do a wrestling podcast. Oh, that's Hell yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to lead the Freeform Brock podcast for a second. I was getting worried, <laughs> man. <laughs> God I'm damn. I, I can't go through other co-hosts, man. I can't burn through these people. <laughs> It'd be like three spots. And it'll be similar to what Jerry's talking about with his show, but about wrestlers and storylines and situations kind of Hell thing. yeah. Just remember to record these not on Thursdays or Saturdays, and I'm. Hey, cool. bring me up, bring me up. You talk about Royal Rumble 2000, or that's my that's my jam. The first episode I would love to do is the Montreal Screwjob. Oh hell yeah, hey, dude! Hell yeah, dude! Get, just get out of the way while you can. <laughs> Are you guys gonna bring Aaron Baker on there? I might as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, but because I remember that episode where we talked 20 minutes of wrestling, and I was just twiddling my yeah. thumbs here. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea how much silly, rustling, goofy knowledge I know. And well, I know because I heard the the what's that rock? What was your podcast before? Oh, the Metal Dungeon. Yeah, you had a wrestling episode. We had that. Yeah, we had a wrestling. Episode. I heard that whole thing, and I was like, uh. <laughs> was, was, that, that, was, that, was that was that the one I was on with Nate? Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, that was a fucking... Oh, Nate was wasted. That was hilarious. He was so drunk. Oh, I remember that. Was hey, I, I'm, I know I'm like uh, C-string on all these music podcasts, but I'll tell you what. When it comes to some wrestling, I know some shit. So that oh, would hell be... Hell yeah. Charles, and, uh, you, keep me, Charles you, keep, you and Jerry keep me honest, so fuck off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be modest once every two months. No, you're the star. The star is never modest. Come on. No, I mean, I'm really not. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, but I'm contractually required. Folks at home, Mark sent me a contract. I have to be humble every two months. (laughs) I never sent you that contract. I want you to be a dick every episode. (laughs) Oh, I'm a dick? By telling the truth. No, it's a joke. Get get over it. You know, I'm joking with you. Hey, Ryan, fuck face. (laughs) <laughs> okay, Mark, go ahead. Oh, fuck that you know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah, I, stu- I, st- I had your back on that fucker. Uh, you did, and and I want you to be fair. 
Eric, you should be a good answer. You'll have a good answer to this. If you talk bad about Sammy Hagar, are you disrespecting Eddie Van Halen in any way? Hell no. Hell no. You ain't disrespecting Eddie Van Halen. That was Eddie Van Halen's worst era. That was him at his worst. Sammy Hagar sucked all the fucking talent and energy and fun out of him. <laughs> so making fun of it, yeah, I agree. What making fun of Hagar is not kicking Eddie in his okay. grave. Here, here's a here's a good metaphor. All these people that say like, oh, if you insult Sam Hagar, you're insulting Eddie Van Halen. That's like saying like, oh, if you insult my ex-wife, you're insulting me. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, nope. the thing the thing is, I don't care if you guys talk shit about Sammy. I think it's funny as shit, and I fucking run with that. You know, it doesn't disrespect me. It doesn't respect disrespect. But you said Eddie. it was a. You said that was a, a really cold comparison uh, Van Hagar against the North Korean presidential marching band. Well, it kind of was because he ain't a communist, you know. He's probably Isn't politically it? aligned with you. So Last I, last I checked... Hagar's a piece of shit. He might as well be a damn communist. You know this uh, earthquake that you just posted? That, that was Hagar's fault. Oh, in it was. The was hurricanes, that? too, that just happened, man. That's all Sammy Hagar's fault. Exactly. I think it's Millie Vanilli. But, uh, whatever. No, don't be blaming Millie Vanilli now. What the fuck did Millie Vanilli do to you? Uh, they fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't even them. (laughs) But at least they were listening. So you can't even be mad at them. (laughs) Trying to sing. That's even worse. Oh, it's horrible. Jesus Christ. Uh, But anyway. Ted Nugent, double live gonzo, correct? Right on. Hell yeah. There we go, man. Let's start off with the first song on it, man. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Let's uh, let's ask Eric how you got into Ted Nugent. I was going to say, man, we're just jumping right into it. No foreplay. We're not going to rub zippers. We've been foreplaying (laughs) for fucking 30 minutes already, but go ahead. Best part of the show, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's not about Ted Nugent. We're just some random bullshit. Yeah, man. All right, I'm drunk. All right, go for it, man. All right, man. Well, Ted Nugent, man, Uncle Ted, fucking love me some Ted Nugent. You know, and yeah, I got into music through uh, through Kiss. I was a young six-year-old kid, got into Kiss, and they're the gateway. Now, when I saw Kiss for the first time, it was in the year two thousand. I was only in first grade, and uh, when I saw the commercial for it, I got really hyped. And they're like, also opening act, Skid Row and Ted Nugent. I'm like, who are these guys? You know, as I still was really just listening to Kiss and like, One you second, know, who has TV going on in the background? Turn that shit off. Not I mean. Okay, somebody has something going on. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to be that podcast where you guys. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, watching TV, there was a commercial that came on for the Kiss tour, and I got really hyped about it. At the end, they announced the two opening acts: Skid Row and Ted Nugent. You know, and I really only knew Kiss. I, there was other songs I liked by other bands, but I didn't really know any other bands besides Kiss. Because Kiss was my whole world as, you know, a little first grader. And uh, my dad's like, ooh, Ted Nugent, you're going to like him. He's crazy. You know, that, that was what everyone kept saying. This man's wild. He's insane. He's crazy, you know. So I was very excited to see him. And so, you know, Skid Row was on. They kind of sucked. Sebastian Bach wasn't with them, although I, didn't, I wouldn't have known. But uh, you know, my dad kept saying all throughout the night, he's like, ah, they suck without Sebastian. Uh, which, you know, looking back at footage with Johnny Solinger, it's like, yeah, he can't pull off those Sebastian songs. But then Ted Nugent came out. It was just Ted, Tommy Aldridge, 
and I forget who the bass player singer was. Uh, it wasn't Derek St. Holmes with them, but it was a three-piece. And holy shit, Ted Nugent was wild, man. I see this guy with this big guitar, crazy long hair, and he was wearing, like, zebra. He was still doing the zebra thing. You know, he had the zebra print on. And he's just running around, acting like a fucking madman. Uh, and uh, I remember he played Cat Scratch Fever, and that was, like, the song that stuck with me. I, I can't really honestly tell you what songs he played that night because I still, like, I didn't know any of his music. Um, I didn't know any of his songs or anything, so it's, like, hard to really remember the set list. Kind of like, you know, Dr. Fuck when he saw Guns N' Roses before they made it big. You know, he doesn't remember what really the set list was. But I do remember Cat Scratch Fever because that song was awesome. And, um, but I remember it was a cool show. And, like, at the very end, you know, he's wearing the Indian headdress. And he had, like, a... Confederate uh, flag shirt on, and at the very end of the show, he took his guitar. He like put it at the end of the stage. They lit his. He had like the bow and arrow that was lit on fire. And he yeah. shot at the guitar, and the guitar fucking exploded. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. You know, and he was, and then like he's just like freaking out, going on saying that like I think Tommy Aldridge and like his bass player drag him off stage since he's like freaking out. I, I legit thought this man was a fucking madman. And it was just awesome. I think uh, right away, you know, after that show, I had my mom buy a Best of Ted Nugent CD, which I played to death. You know, and then I started seeing him on, like, VH1, because I watched a lot of VH1 as a kid, watched his Behind the Music. He was always on, like, the countdowns and whatnot. I was just like, Ted Nugent, man, fucking badass. And it's funny, too, is, like, Ted Nugent was, like, hated... Like, even before, like, all this political bullshit, you know, that we have nowadays where everyone just hates everyone and everyone has to each other. You know, we live in a world nowadays where everyone's on each other's ass about their politics and, like, you know, like not like what it was back in the day. Back in the day, we had different beliefs, but we didn't really give a shit and we didn't really, like, get to us. But, man, even back then, people social hated Social media has made this world shit. Fuck social media. But, but we, even back... We need but, dude, it, you know, But even back then... Before, like, you know, everyone had their political agenda up everyone's ass, and, like, everyone was just fighting over the shit. People hated Ted Nugent for his politics. Uh, so even back then, he was hated for his uh, political his political shit. And I agree with half, you know, I'm not going to go into politics, but I agree with half of shit he says. You know, I disagree with some of the shit he says, you know. It's like anyone, you know, I'm kind of in that in-between spot. I don't make fucking anyone happy, and that's kind of the way I like it. Fuck both sides. Right on, man. I agree with that. I just fuck both sides. Both, I don't give a fuck if you're left or right. You're all a bunch of big fucking crybabies, and just shut the fuck up and just get along. That's what I say. <laughs> I, I said that today. I said, I don't care if you're left or right. It matters how you treat me. I said... Fuck this political shit. I see people with so much in common block people because they don't agree on their political beliefs. I go, fuck, you like movies, music, and fucking humor, but you block them because they like Biden or Trump? What the fuck is wrong with you? Just fuck your politics. Fuck politics. politics. All politicians at the end of the day don't give a fuck about shit. They don't. So why the fuck do you care? I don't get it. Yeah, Republicans, Democrats, these motherfuckers in between, they don't give a fuck about you. Stop worrying about it. Just get along. It's God an ego damn trip. It. It's an ego trip, man. Suck yeah. my dick. Suck my dick. Suck my ass. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck politics. Go next here. Go next, uh, Charles. I got a reason why. Because, uh, now obviously uh, on this show here, uh, Eric's a little bit quite a bit younger than me he's barely older yeah, I'm, than the my... ba I'm the baby of the group <laughs> yeah he's barely older than my oldest daughter check out taylor swift episode 
<laughs> she did a fantastic job. It's Thank doing you, better than the Beatles. What the fuck? But my, um, my, my fiance loves Taylor Swift. Dude, She's what's hot. wrong with Taylor, man? Taylor's not it, that. Yeah, you just want to fuck her, Gary. You just want to fuck her. All right, there you go. He's got great Taylor, Taylor Swift's a hot artist. That's the way it goes. Further uh, extreme. Yeah, by far. Oh, but so fuck, 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 fuck. No, 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 no. All right. So is Red One. But, uh. You know, you know, butt fuckers not even good enough to play guitar for her. Even though I'm a, I am a little, uh, quite a, a little bit older than Eric, um, I didn't grow up with the Nuge other. My stepdad was like, Nuge rules. Okay, but he never <laughs> played anything. I mean, it was like Nuge rules. Ironic. I mean, I knew uh, Stranglehold because of Dazed and Confused. One of the greatest. sexy. But I'm like Eric. I saw Ted Nugent open up for Kiss on the farewell tour. And by the way, Skid Row sucked ass. Oh, they did. They were so forgettable. The band looked like Skid Row, except for the. I mean, they looked like Limp Biscuit, except for the. <laughs> yeah, that was like when they were trying to be like new. That was like the 2000s when like all the hair yeah. metal bands are trying to look like wearing the baggy jeans and the dyed hair and trying to look like new metal. <laughs> except for Johnny Salinger, who wore like a black fucking outfit with a he black. He didn't fit in. Hey, yes. Google and Nate, Limp Biscuit sucks. All right. So, so he. When I saw Johnny Salinger, I remember he had like the the long blonde hair. He had like leather pants, a black yeah, shirt, and he had a and he had like a cheetah print cowboy hat. Hey, Johnny he Salinger did, had yeah. a great voice, man. And rest in peace. He just Matt. couldn't. He just couldn't sing those box songs. He no, had a good voice, his like album, for his, his songs. His EPs, the last two EPs he did with Skid Row, were amazing. Oh rest yeah. In, rest in peace, Johnny Salinger. Rest in peace, but man, you rule. His his look did not fit the way the band looked. And so I was like, holy shit. Because I went with a couple homeboys there. I was stationed for homeboys. Yeah. But it's, they were younger. They were like, I'll go. But they, they didn't know about Kiss or anything like that. And Nugent, I was nervous because Nugent was awesome. I remember, I remember a few more songs than Eric. I mean, Stranglehold was incredible. Because they had like this cool light thing going on. And we'll get into the arrow shooting thing on my pick on this album. And uh, he was phenomenal. But I have to disagree with people that say he beat Kiss. No, Kiss blew him away. But Yeah, I agree. But it was the first time I saw Kiss. Maybe that if was I my first time. A reunion tour, I might have felt differently. But I'm a, I'm a big believer in timestamps and where you're at in your life that was the first time i was able to see him and they did beat ted nugent in my opinion that day yeah. but he was a awesome he awesome. made me a fan oh yeah and uh i've been a huge fan of nuge i mean i knew of him before that but but yeah man nuge is i I compare him to Roger Waters in one sense because Roger Waters is on the other end of the spectrum. But they both say outlandish and crazy <laughs> shit. And I say, don't worry about that. Listen to the fucking music. Exactly. They should do an album together, man. They should fucking do an album together. <laughs> you know, I, I fucking, I, I can't stand 
Yeah, like I said, man, because Ten Nugent was hated even back in the days before people like would really get all on hate on artists for political agendas. Like lately, so like, like, like I even back in the even back in the day before people gave a shit about all that politics shit, they hated Ten Nugent. Like you couldn't say you couldn't talk about Ten Nugent with anyone without being like, oh fuck that guy and his stupid politics and uh, he's such a jackass. Uh, Like I've listened to the music though. Like the guy fucking rules. Yeah, and damn, that damn. would be Mark dropped that. Now his new thing has been trendy. Yeah, last year it was elitist. I think the true elitist in the world would be like, "Fuck Nugent." But I'm well, never you... gonna give up and joy. There you go. That's fine. But fuck, you know, <laughs> when people are like, "I don't like Nugent," then you don't like rock and roll. You go, don't. don't. Yeah. Go exactly. listen to Spin Doctors and fucking jack off in your own face. Go listen to fucking that group that said I just go. died in your arms tonight. <laughs> yeah, go listen to the fucking cutting crew and fucking massage your prostate. <laughs> Basically, most of the things Mark likes, except for Ted. Go ahead. <laughs> Fuck off, Charles. I'm going to let you go last, Jerry. Because you know why, Jerry? You got to... Right, I'm going to take a piss. I'm gonna well, take I was going to tell you something, dude. Can you wait for a I'm second? Listening. He's gonna piss we his pants, be- Mark. You know we had we had a thing where they said they love you, Jerry. You're the Ed McMahon of this podcast, and then the star is great on getting on Mark, who is the glue of the show. I highly recommend this podcast. We're a fan of rock and metal. So, Jerry, they fucking talked about you. So, fuck off. You rule, dude. What's that got to do with Nugent? I don't know. I just wanted to get that in, but <laughs> I'm gonna say about Nugent, man. I loved Cat Stretch. Cat Scratch Fever. Basically, that's the only song I really heard about from him until you're going to hate this, uh, Mr. Uh, Charles Strainer. I didn't fully get into the Nugent experience until he got into Damn Yankees. Because I was yeah. a huge Tommy Shaw, Sticks, and Jack Blades fan of Nat Ranger. I remember KLOS 95.5. KLOS said they were making a super group before. Well, the supergroups are always coming out, like Blind Faith and stuff uh, like that. Like Bad English, all that bullshit. Well, I like yeah. Bad English. I'm not going to oh, fucking God, make, Jesus Christ. make... Oh, fuck off. But, <laughs> bad English. You know, you, you, you like that new uh, fucking Lizzie Borden. It sounds like Nine-Armed Death Leopard, but that's okay. But, uh, John, shut the fuck up. Jonathan Dean in full effect. Go ahead, Mike. But I'm just going to say, I saw them live twice. They opened up for Bad Company. On the Holy Water Tour, which I love that fucking album. Uh, fucking Brian Howell's amazing singer. And he also sang with Ted Nugent on an album. And don't even hold a candle to Paul Rogers. But well, he doesn't, but I still enjoy it. It's like Sammy Hagar. I like the Roth stuff better than with Sammy. But uh, I still enjoy the Brian Howell stuff. But I'm just okay. saying, man. Like, like Eric, he said they dragged him off the stage, right? Playing the guitar. No, he shot his guitar with a flaming bow and arrow and exploded, and he just starts, like, freaking out, and, like, this band drags him off the stage. It was fucking cool. Like, what a showman. Well, I saw him during... They're gonna see no shit like that at a band English concert, I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, yeah, you won't see that. But I saw Damn Yankees, and he shot a bow bow and arrow at Saddam Hussein. So fuck that motherfucker! America, bitch! (laughs) Fucking shot a flaming arrow at him, hit him right in the heart. A fucker guy could shoot. And then at the end of the show, he says, I'm not done, motherfuckers. And he was on his back just playing leads. And Tommy Shaw, Jack Blades, and Michael Catalani 
came and fucking dragged him off the stage. So I guess that was the thing that he did. Yeah, it probably was, yeah. (laughs) So that was fucking cool. Ted, and another thing that pissed off Dynasty Young is that uh, Tommy Shaw started singing, Babe, I'm leaving. And Ted Nugent comes up and gives him a fucking look and takes his fucking acoustic guitar in his hand, busts the fucking shit up and says, I fucking hate that song! Play something else! (laughs) Which fucking <laughs> irritated fucking Dennis DeYoung because oh, that's the song he wrote about his wife. So, but, uh... I love that song, but, man, I hate Dennis DeYoung. The song about Dennis DeYoung just rubs me the wrong way. Oh, I, I, do love, I do love Sticks, though. I, I do love Robin's songs. a fucking genius. Something about him just rubs me... Well, he, he was responsible for Killer was here, so, like, let's, let's well, be honest. He was that much of a genius. Have a, people have bad... <laughs> I like most of Kilroy was here. But uh, I oh say, God, are you serious? <laughs> but yes, I love heavy metal poisoning. I love just best the, of times. Just for, record, just for the record, I do not share Mark's opinion, so please don't associate me with that. <laughs> but Kilroy was here is not their best album. Well, no shit. Thank you. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say thank you, thank you, thank you, Dennis DeYoung, for not being on that shitty Crash of the Crown album. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, hey, we were talking about Crash. <laughs> that will be a future review because I just want to piss you off now. But uh. I'm just saying, fucking Ted, like, and I started getting into it. I started listening to Stranglehold. I started listening to all his shit. And I go, fucking Meatloaf was on there, Derek St. Holmes. And I go, oh, fuck, this shit rules. And I'm going, fucking thank you, Damn Yankees, for getting me into fucking Ted. I like Ted better than Damn Yankees. But I like fucking, fucking Night Ranger and Sticks better than Damn Yankees also. But, uh... They are a great band, and I I hope they make a third album. It's <laughs> just me, but uh, I, that's all I got. I like the song high enough. I love high enough. Song high. I, I'm a sucker for that song. I just I love that song. But Jerry, what's your thing on Ted, man? Well, like I said, my I, my sister's influenced a lot of my rock, you know, my rock pathways. I say uh, she had a Cat Scratch Fever, and she had an Amboy Dukes album. I think it was Migration, the one where they're all sitting in front on the album cover, or standing in front like a mountain or some shit like that. Um, and I listened to, I mean, I listened to both of those. I didn't really care for the Amboy Dukes too much. That was kind of weird. They had some mm-hmm. good stuff, but uh, I love Cat Scratch Fever, man. That's a fucking great album. Uh, it actually got me in the meatloaf at the same time, so it's like a two for one there. But I've seen Ted, I think, four times, and every time it was with Kiss. Now, you're right about the reunion concert. Kiss did blow them away, but Ted wiped their ass on the Crazy Nights tour, dude. Oh, oh yeah. That fucking tour. Holy yeah. shit, he brought the fucking house down, dude. I'm telling you, you could have left after fucking Ted had been had. Oh, for real. So, what are you going to stick around? What are you going to do? Stick yeah. around, listen to Bang Bang You? Like, exactly. That's, six, that's what it was. Seven, so. eight. Didn't I like that song? I think I did. Yeah, you did. Why did you, oh, like, anyway. you like that song? God. I like Bon Jovi, so yeah. For Paul to call that song the sequel to Love Gun, just what a a slap in the face. I always say Cheap Trick is the best live band, but I would definitely put Ted in the top five as far as performance-wise. Fucking guy is pure energy, and, you know, fuck the politics with Ted. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you fucking don't like somebody because of their politics, he can just fuck off. But his music speaks for itself. I mean, he's a yeah. fucking legend, dude. Great fucking guitar player. And what a frontman. What a band that he had, dude. I oh, mean, fuck fucking yeah. Cliff, Cliff Davies, rest in peace, man. Awesome fucking drummer. I think he died like 10, 12 years ago or something like that. Fucking Rob Grange, man. He was with him with the Amboy Dukes. Great fucking bass player. 
And of course, Derek St. Holmes, man. What a fucking great singer he is. Oh my God. Very underrated, man. Very underrated. Him and Brad Woodford did some stuff. Yeah, Woodford St. Holmes, man. Some good shit. Yeah. Fucking good shit. But anyway, you know, it was just, you know, grown from, you know, Cat Scratch Fever, man. Uh, You know, his debut album, fucking. uh, The debut uh, album. Weekend Warriors. Oh, dude, Stranglehold's always been my favorite. Oh, well, we'll get to that when we get to it, I guess. But anyway, um, that's how I got into Ted, you know. But you know, Jerry, I want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> Pure Energy. All right. Information uh, Society. Did you know that song? Where they had Spock go, Pure Energy. Pure yeah, Energy. I'm trying to, I'm trying <laughs> to forget it. But yeah. I want to know what you're thinking. Tell me what's on your mind. The only song I like by that group. But because uh, they had Spock in there. <laughs> I was a fucking nerd. All right, man. Let's get into this fucking album. Ted Nugent, Double Live Gonzo. Released February 1978. 84 minutes and 57 seconds. You don't feel it, to, in my mind. No spoiler alerts. But let's get into this fucking album. We start with just what the doctor ordered. Fucking Eric. Oh, man, just what the doctor ordered. Now, I mentioned that uh, when I, you know, after I saw that 10 Nugent show, I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I need to have a 10 Nugent C because he fucking rules. And uh, the CD I had, it started with Cat Scratch Fever, which, like, that was a song I remembered from the show. So I play that nonstop, but then the second song on that C was just what the doctor ordered, and man, this live version, even better than the fucking studio version, man. Just what a great way to kick off a fucking rock show, man. And man, some of these live albums, man, there's something about them. You know, like in, in the A's, they just became, in the A's live albums became just very sterile, and honestly, the only A's live album I like is the Lizzie Borden one. Of course. But man, there's just, there's something, yeah, fucking Lizzie rules, man. But, uh, I agree man. With you. Fucking just God, something about seventies live albums, man. They're just so dirty and hazy and raw, and there's just this magic about them, man. It just really, really makes you feel like you're at that show, man. And just oh, and like those extended jams, man. Like you know those songs where they drag them on for a long time, but keep it interesting. You know, it's not like boring. You know, it's like just kicks so much ass. Oh, uh, Derek St. Holmes, man, them vocals. Oh, God. Like, Derek St. Holmes is an extremely underrated singer. And actually, for the longest time, I didn't know. I thought that was Ted singing. Like, I, because, like, I don't know, like, the, the voices are a little similar. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm older, I can tell the difference. But, like, there's, they still have, like, some similarities. Um, but, man, I used to think it was Ted Nugent singing the whole time. But, man, Derek St. Holmes, man, very underrated vocalist. And, man, just with Dr. Roar, man, just some good kick-ass fucking rock and roll. Like, this album is just, like, oh, just, like, everything I love about rock and roll, just pure rock and roll music is on this fucking album. And this is from 78, too. 78 was a good fucking year, man. 78 is probably one of my, it's up there as one of my favorite, just, decades as far as movies and music. Yeah. Or, not decades, I mean, uh, years. We need to lick Ted's ass more because nobody really uh, fucking talks about Ted Nugent albums. Ted Mark, Mark, what's up? What, Mark, what's up with the fucking and licking yeah. guys' ass today? Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with asses. my sexuality here, man. Keep your tongue away from Uncle Ted's ass. I'll pass on the salad toss on Ted. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'll get. I'll I'll go next. Oh man, you can feel the energy of the audience before the first lick is played. Saint Holmes, man. Ted should make another fucking album with him. I know he's retired a little bit here now, but he says he'll play a show here and there, so he's not actually going on a farewell 
shit. He will. He just doesn't want to stay in hotels anymore, which is fucking cool. But man, this rules. Lots of groove. Love the live break where the audience is going crazy and that signature Uncle fucking Ted solo. My God, mm -hmm. this song is godly. Jerry. Just one question. Cleaned up, yes or no, this album? Uh, the maybe a little. Probably. I, I mean, think, most I think it's raw, are... basically. I don't, but okay. I don't think it's that cleaned up either, to be honest with you. I don't either. Anyway, this is recorded right here in fucking Nashville. Uh, let me see what I got here, man. Holy shit, dude. What a fucking force of the band he has here, dude. The bass lines by Rob are fucking incredible. And fucking Ted Nugent, man. I mean, what more can you fucking say, dude? Man, it's a fucking genius. The guy does not make a fucking mistake, man. He does not. He is fucking dedicated in his fucking art, dude, and I love him for that. Uh, this is a fucking great tune. This off to a fucking great start. Fucking A. Fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. Five out of five. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I love that. Hey, uh, fuck. Fuck. Fucking A. Uh, Charles, the star, man. What do you think? We're still on just what the doctor ordered? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got four fucking reviews to go through. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, come on, man. I mean, Derek St. Holmes singing his ass off. I'm a big fan of the bass work from Rob Green. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. Yes. yes. And of course, Nuge, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, tearing it up on that guitar. His high energy opener, to be sure. Uh, now, I, I have to ask, maybe I don't know for sure, because the version I heard, is there a remaster of this album? Anywhere? Yes, there is. I think there is. I'm positive there is. Yeah, yeah his, his new drummer has been remastering old Ted Nugent albums. Um, the version I heard was not. Uh, and uh, my that would be my only knock on the album as a whole. I, I, I would prefer to hear a remaster. Slightly muddy sound overall on the version I heard. I used Apple Music. Uh, Hell yeah, me too. But it's still a badass opener, to be sure, besides needing a remaster. I think I kind of hear that throughout this album. Apple Music, take note, please. Yeah, I, I think they're getting to that, because I, uh, I heard uh, Ted on the, That Rocks, the new Eddie Trunk show with Don Jameson and the other dude, and they were, talk and they were talking to Ted, and he said, yeah, his drummer is going through everything and releasing a lot of new because it was not a great mix on what i heard but it's still yeah i mean i hear it good it's awesome i mean it's great um i'm not necessarily a fan of the mix i heard so far though but right. it's a great song all right so then we get to yank me crank me jerry i mean that's a fucking just a classic ted nugent title <laughs> song ain't it for real uh, fucking a dude this is like unapologetically Ted. Um, and uh, like I said, man, the dude is a fucking, I wouldn't say he's a perfectionist. He's a fucking, just a spot on. He gives a shit about his performances, man. And he does it so fucking well. Um, this is like no frills fucking kicking kick in the ass rock and roll. It's something that we're not going to fucking see much anymore. How you know, I used to think that rock and roll was kind of like, you know, close to death. But I've noticed on YouTube, I go through a lot of it. There's a lot of these young kid bands in their in their teens. I don't know if you ever seen videos of these bands, and uh, 
they're playing. They're really fucking good. I mean, they're playing Nugent stuff, ACDC stuff. So maybe, you know, rock and roll isn't, you know, on its death rattle just yet. But anyway, back to this song. This song fucking rules. Um, always gives the fans what he wants. No fucking frills. Like I said, unapologetically, Ted, five out of five. Yeah, I'm just going to say rock and roll ain't dead. Fuck you, Gene Simmons, on that shit. There's a lot of great new bands coming up. You just got to find them. But uh, I'll, I'll go next. Wank me, crank me, don't wake me up. Wank me? Wait, did you say wank me? I said wank me. Wank me, crank uh, Yank me, crank me. Yeah, I didn't say wank. But you know I was doing this at work during my notes. What is in your head? What is in your fucking head today, dude? Seriously. Yeah, what is wrong with you, What is wrong? There's lots of things wrong with me. Let's not get into that right now. Licking ass. Yank ass. I'm good with my sexuality. You know, Charles is a second man, so. Yank me, crank me. I gotta say, before you do yank me, crank me, I agree. Check the archives, folks. Mark loves saying licking ass, and when I lick his ass, <laughs> you lick this Dude, it's not cool to talk about men licking ass. We're not in prison. Okay, well, yeah. I lick women's <laughs> ass. How about that? We either way, but don't... Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not that Danny Masterson that's gonna drop the soap and get his fucking dick in his ass. But, uh... <laughs> Yank me, crank me, yank me, crank me, don't wake me up and thank me. Classic Ted, raw, animalistic, killer blues riffs. Lee's just kicking ass. Fuck, this is fucking ear candy of fucking ear candy if I fucking ever heard ear candy. This fucking song rules. So we go to you, Eric. Yeah, we're going to do another song. This is a song called Yank Me, Crank Me, But Don't Wake Up and Thank Me. Oh, God. Just like... And this is like, like Jerry said, it's like the total Ted Nugent like song title. That's one thing that being like a little kid, like getting into Ted Nugent, like he had some pretty like funny song titles that like as a kid you like they sound real funny and like wild, but then you grow up and you find out they're very dirty <laughs> song titles. Right. And uh, I, I love it, man. This is just definitely this total fucking Ted, man. Uh, I, I believe wasn't this like a song that was just on this album? Like this is one of those. Yeah. Like, it was never on a studio album. Which yeah, he he single. would he would take that concept and like do it on his next live album where like every song was an unreleased song played live, which was awesome. Intensity, intensity is great fucking another great live uh, Ted album. But man, I, I fucking love this song. Just sexy, naughty, dirty, and dangerous, man. And uh, man, that's one thing too, man, about like rock and roll back then. It's like it was so fucking dangerous. Like even like I was saying as a kid, like when you know. You know, I'm like, man, who's this Ted Nugent guy that's going to be opening for Kiss? And, like, everyone just kept saying, like, oh, man, Ted Nugent, that guy's fucking crazy. He's, like, wild. Like, oh, that guy's insane. You know, like, just hearing all these stories people had to say about Ted Nugent, just how insane this guy was, it was just kind of cool because I was, like, very nervous. I'm like, oh, man, like, you know, because I'm a little kid. It's my first concert, so I'm already kind of nervous. And, like, you know, I'm hearing about this wild man, like, uh, named Ted Nugent. Like, you know, what's he going to be, like, on stage, you know? It's like... It's almost like he was like some kind of superhero or something, you know? And man, it was just like, God, I love, I love this song. I love how dangerous it is. That's the one thing about this album. It's so dangerous. Like, this just is, it's an out of control, like, it's like being in a sports car and just going completely out of control, 100 miles an hour down a freeway, 
you know, not knowing if you're going to fucking hit something or die or, like, like drive off a bridge or something, but it's just so exciting, and it just gives you that, like, that energy, that thrill-seeking, you know? And I love it, man. That song's so dirty and so nasty and just, just everything rock and roll should fucking be, man. And, yeah, it's funny, too, because Ted Nugent, man, for as crazy as he was, I, I was thinking this guy was some massive, like, cokehead or something, and then you find out he's, like, very anti-drug and very anti-drinking, you know? But it's like, how? How does this man get all that energy? Hey, but right? Sammy got to drink. Had a dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, fuck Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar's a bitch. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, Eric, man. This is fucking raw rock and roll. You want to lick some Dangerous. fucking pussy on this album. But, uh, Charles, Woo! what do you think about that? Um, uh, a song that debuted on this live album, yes. by the way. And I, I think that's really cool, man. So... I'm going to give Uncle Ted credit. Yeah, I mean, you don't see or hear that a lot. You have to watch, You have to admire the way Ted can make a guitar sing. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. As, as he does on this guitar solo. Hey, people, you get too caught up in politics. To hell with this politics. This is one of the best guitarists ever. Who never yeah, gets right. enough credit for his guitar fucking abilities, in my in my opinion. The song rules, as does the man. Oh, yeah, and one thing... No, go ahead, Charles. No, go ahead, Charles. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. one thing, too. Uh, fuck you, Tommy Lee. Yeah, because I know Tommy Lee got all bitchy about fucking Ted Nugent's politics and tried to say, like, oh, is he still alive? Oh, overrated, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, Tommy Lee. When's the last time you did anything good? You're more remembered for fucking honking a boat horn with your fucking dick than you are for, like, any music <laughs> you've ever contributed. Fuck you, Tommy Lee. You can kiss my ass. Well, isn't I can, he on American Idol, like, bo- oh, uh, like God. Of course he writers? No, but he's, like... Uh, Judging songwriter? When the fuck oh, did he God. write a song? It was all Nicky Six. Didn't even, yeah, and even Nicky Six's song sucked. The only song Tyler Lee wrote was Brandon, and that song is a <laughs> fucking uh, atrocity. Fuck that song is embarrassing up, for him because it's, I'm going to pick up Tyler Lee and throw him out a fucking window. He probably doesn't even weigh anything. He's probably just all dick. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but he is a great drummer. I will give him that. But uh, that's about it. He can't write a song for shit. But we get to, the, get to the next song, Gonzo. We'll go with you, Eric. Gonzo, man. Another song that was, like, debuted on this album. It fucking kicks ass, man. And, you know, I always wonder if, if Gonzo... Uh, I always wonder, like, what, what Gonzo means. I know there's Gonzo Soundoval from uh, Armored Saint Man. Fuck who, yeah, he rules. I fucking love Gonzo. I met him. He was awesome. I think, so I, nice. I, think, it means, I think it means, like, weird or bizarre or something yeah. like that. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another another like stereotypical like Ted like song title. He had just like like I said the wackiest like song title names. Which, you know, especially too as a, as a young kid, it's like you know those names kind of just stick with you. Uh, you know, like uh, what's that? Wango Tango is one. Yeah. He had a lot of like crazy song titles as a kid. You just like, oh, I want to hear that song. Cause and they did a crappy song. pop festival Wango Tango after this song. Fuck it. I, really? Yeah, oh. they did. They had it in Kiss FM out here. Had a festival called Wango Tango. I go, what the fuck? That ain't rock. That sucks ass. Yeah, it does. But you know what doesn't suck ass? This fucking song. It fucking <laughs> rules, man. This shit's awesome, man. Just Uncle Ted just killing it, man. I fucking love me some Ted Nugent, man. He's just this. Him and his band are firing on all cylinders, man. The 
his band is very, you know, everyone, you know, when people talk about Ted Nugent, they don't give enough credit to his band, you know, bassist, drummer, you know, so you got Derek St. Holmes, man, just fuck, what a great band he had. Yeah, I agree with you. I'll, I'll go next again. Uh, my God, listen to those sweet leads to start off the song. And throughout the song, Ted's primal screams, Gonzo, fuck yeah, let's rock. Jerry. Everybody's fucking Gonzo, man. Absolutely, this song rules, man. The jams on this song kick ass. Get off your fucking seat and on your motherfucking feet. If you're at this show... And you're fucking sitting down during this song, the fucking Justin Bieber concert right down the fucking street. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out because you do not have a fucking rock and roll. Dude, this you're... is fucking classic. Chest pounding, hitting in your face. Fuck you, rock and roll, dude. I love it and I fucking miss 70s fucking music, man. It yeah. fucking ruled. This shit's so fucking rock and roll and so heavy. It would make a guy with no legs stand up. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I agree with you guys. It's like, God dang, where did all the fucking raw go to? Why are we so fucking, like, homogenized Sterile. now? Why is rock so homogenized? Fuck you, Def Leppard. I, yeah, I, I do blame I, you on that, but I do I love do you. I do blame Def Leppard for that. They sterilized and neutered they, rock They kind of did, but I don't really like it when Def Leppard does it. It's weird. No, it sucks when Def Leppard does it. it when you make love! Oh, God. You make oh, one of my favorite songs here now. Oh, you like that shit? I like oh, Make Love God. Like a Man. No, no, I'm talking about Love... Well, that song sucks, too, but I'm talking about Love Bites. I love Love Bites! That song sucks, Mark! You like watching, like, your your woman get, like, pounded by, like, a, another guy while you sit in the corner with a, a Nixon mask? Come on, like, when you make love, do you look in the mirror? You do you know, cry like, when you make love, Mark? Do you oh, cry God. when you make love? No! Then why are you like <laughs> Why the fuck? This is exactly why I fucking miss Eric on our shit. Let's get, this fucking, shit right here. let's get fucking a star on this fucking song. Gonzo, Charles. Well, I'm going to take it this would have been the B side or double A side. Yank Me, Crank Me is, uh, is yet another original tune debuted on this live set. And uh, I think it's cool as shit he did that. And it gives a reason for people to buy these live albums. Debut some shit, damn it. Yeah. I mean, I realize some folks dig St. Holmes. Nothing wrong with his vocals. But I've always thought Ted sings just fine. Those screams, man. Oh, yeah. How the fuck that man still have a voice? Like, holy shit. He fucking screams with no regard to human life. It rocks. I do think I prefer Yank a hair more as an original song, but this jam's pretty damn good on its own. Uh, overall, I think the song is still good, but more more for the musical performance. I think lyrically it's a bit silly. But then again, Ted can be. I, I groove to it, though. Make no mistake. I mean, I yeah. still dig it. Totally. Uh, oh, real quick, Mark. Uh... I'm fucking with, with this fucking bullshit, uh, with this Def Leppard bullshit. Nah. Fucking love bites. <laughs> you know, I, I love love bites, love bleeds. Bring him in. That song's fucking stupid. Taylor, you do not like the real good Def Leppard. You fib. You're lying to yourself. You like Dude, I love High and Dry. Pyromania is my favorite Def Leppard album. High and oh. Dry is number two. 
And then the first album is number three. And then Asteria is number four. I'm not lying at all. Slang is your favorite. No. <laughs> oh, God. I like slang. But it, oh, but you actually like that? When shit? I first oh, heard it, when I first right heard it, it took me twenty years to get into it. Just put it that way. You love it. You no. gave it a. You kept giving it chances after twenty years. Yeah, because I love Jeff Leppard, man. Fuck. Oh God. We know you stayed for the stadium show, and and I would have been like mad that Def Leppard didn't close. Well, I was, I, dude. I was. I would have been too, because I would have left. <laughs> well, I've never seen Motley Crue, so I had to see the shit show. Oh, you know, and that goes on, man. Fuck Motley Crue. <laughs> Talk about a band that does not deserve all the fucking money and fame and shit that they have. Fuck Motley Crue. Fuck yeah. Motley Crue. Just, you know, just fuck all of them. Fuck them all. I hate Motley Crue so goddamn much. I hate them. We agree. Poison is better than both those bands. No. Oh, so you would rather listen to Poison. I'd rather listen to Leopard than Poison. Fuck. And the first, uh, I love no, the '94 no. Motley Crue album. I love the first three. I love up to fucking uh, what is it called? Uh, you love Diamond Star Halos. Don't I like oh, it. I don't love it. You love it. I do like that song. Bat. Uh, the, the, here's the what I think, here's what I think of that that Def Leppard album. The new one. Oh, that was silent. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry will go. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jerry? That's your opinion on it. No Pete, no Pete Willis and one arm gone. They suck. I'm just saying you guys, Pete Willis, you Pete, Pete Willis, Willis fanatics that, are just crazy. Pete Willis and Rick Allen's left arm were all the talent in that band. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, enough of that shitty band. Let's get back. Yeah, to the, up, can we get to the ending Dude, side of the vinyl? Fuck that soccer mom music. Let's get to his uh, cover. From Love, Joe, Big Joe Williams that he did at the Amboy <laughs> Big Dukes. Joe. Amboy Dukes. Baby, please don't go, Jerry. Um, yeah, like I you can said, he did this with the Amboy Dukes. A lot of people covered this song. Um, the, riffs sounded, the riffs on it are good, but that's nothing great, I think. I mean, eh. You know, I could do without it, but it's still a cool jam. It's fucking Ted Nugent, man. I mean, uh, I think Muddy Waters does the actually best version of this song, but, you know... It's still cool, but it's, I could I could be without this song on this album. So uh, that's how I get to say it about it. What do you think about it, Eric? Uh, I'm kind of with Jerry. Uh, it's not a bad song, but definitely it's probably my least favorite on the album. Uh, I've never really been a big fan of the song "Baby Please Don't Go." Like, I, like no matter who does it, uh, it's never been like a song that's been in my bag. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, this one was actually on that greatest hit CD that I had as a as a kid, but. Uh, not, not not horrible. It's not like a it's not a shitty song. I'm not gonna bash it. It's just uh, you know it's it's there. If I'm listening to the whole album, I'm not gonna skip it. But not one I'm gonna be like, oh, you need to hear "Baby, Please Don't Go." You need to hear his rendition of it. Well, I agree with you on that. But I fucking love this song, man. I like the Aerosmith version better on "Honking on Bobo" because uh, I think that's more raw and dirty than Ted's, and that's weird to say that, because Ted what? is more raw and dirty than Aerosmith, basically, but not in the 70s. But, uh, fucking A, I love this song. It's fucking great. Charles, what do you think of it? Well, uh, the lone cover on this uh, live album, uh, Anne Boy Duke's record, yeah. Uh, it's that's a joke. Song, Big Joe Williams blues standard here. Uh, 
Well, technically, there's a lot of covers because Ted fucked the rest of the band out of a lot of songwriting credits, by the way. Not a good look there, Ted. Uh, I love the energy of this version. Has some stellar guitar work on it. (laughs) I guess for a live version, which I'm pretty sure there is some cleanup on this record. I do think they did. Oh, yeah. They all all live albums. The best live albums are fixed up in the studio. I'd rank it a bit below the Paul Revere and the Raiders version, uh, but I've heard worse. I do think it's pretty cool overall, especially for live. It's got enough going on for on in its favor. I do think it'd be better to have been there and experience it, though, as it drags the hair from my liking, and it's not as enjoyable to hear audio alone. I guess I like getting the point more here, besides my long fucking description of the song. Uh, he's telling San Antonio good night and peace out. So, is this a complete album, or what the fuck is going uh, on? They're, they're all different performances from different locations. Yeah, they got yeah. Seattle. Most of it's yeah. in Texas, though, and Nashville. Oh, some in Nashville. Yeah. It's strange to me, but, you know, uh, it's decent overall. I don't hate it. It's okay. All right, and then we go, we flip this bitch over. If you have the vinyl, we start with yeah. White Buffalo, which Fuck is yeah. star Charles Trainer picked. So here we go. Yeah. Great White Buffalo on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Charles, great white buffalo, man. Well, some more Amboy Dukes action here off the album Tooth, Fang, and Claw. Interestingly enough, Ted always seemed to be in Hunter's rights, as this was done back in 74. So, very interesting. Uh, of course, it's also a bit of the history of America, which shows again that Ted's got a little bit of shit upstairs there, man. Mm -hmm. The groove on the guitar is just so badass. Now, I do wonder if he did it then, what he did when I seen them, and so did Eric. Yeah. And take that flaming fucking arrow and shoots it through the guitar. Uh, it's an interesting spot in this record, as I felt that this is a showstopper type of tune. Great version of one of Ted's, Ted's most underrated songs. All right. So then we get to you, Jerry. Oh, I, I love it. I mean, it's totally it's totally better than the, the version that is on Tooth, Fang, and Claw, in my opinion. Like yes. I said, I was never big on the Amboy Dukes. But, man, Ted fucking, he, he Ted's this song. You know what I mean? He Ted's it. <laughs> um, it's a fucking total annihilation of the senses, dude. Great fucking live performance. This is rock and roll therapy at its finest. Full of taste and fills, great fucking rhythm leads. And this has got to be like the fucking showstopper. I agree with Charles. This has got to be like the fucking the theatrical part of the show. He never did the flaming arrows when I saw him. I don't even think he did it with the Kiss reunion concert, did he? Yeah. He did anything like he did? Okay. Tom at the farewell. And this is the one he shot the arrow with this the like full, show closer with the full yeah. Indian headset. Yeah, on it ruled. Well, yeah, great white fucking buffalo. Look out! Look out! This song fucking rules. This performance rules. Five out of five. Damn right. All right, Eric, what do you think about it? Oh, this song fucking kicks ass. I, I think it was funny when you uh, told me, uh, hey, like, what are you doing uh, Saturday? I'm like, you know, and you're like, you want to do 10 News and Double Life Gonzo? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, so you told me, like, pick your song and uh, pick your song from the album, the song of the week. And you're like, uh, Charles already picked Great White Buffalo. I'm like, fuck! Because I love this fucking song. This is probably my, this is my favorite. This tied, actually probably tied, because the song I picked, too, I, I think is actually really damn good upon re-listening this album. And uh, so it's definitely tied as my uh, favorite song on the album with another track we haven't gotten to yet. Great White Fucking Buffalo. And it sucks that I don't remember him playing this, but I do know that was the show closer. It just sucks that I don't remember him playing this one at all, because like I said, I had no knowledge of Ted Nugent, aside from Cat Scratch Fever, when I went to go see him. So like I, I don't remember any of the songs that he played, and I you know, I looked at that set list, and I'm like, man, it's a damn good set list. I wish I fucking remembered it, you know. But man, it's just a fucking great song. It's just the the guitar melody is so amazing. The way Ted sings it, just god damn. Wait, does he sing? Wait, is this one Ted? This Ted on vocals? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it is Ted on vocals. But man, just what a great fucking song. And man, re-listening this album, man, like I had to play. I had to like you know. I had to hit the back button when uh, this song came on, so I had to keep listening to it a couple more times, man. It just fucking rules. Great way to kick off uh, side one of uh, the second disc, or second uh, second vinyl, if you will. Yeah. And then I'll Hell get yeah. to it, man. This is Ted's Hunter Credo. Mm -hmm. Watch out, Peta, Peta, or whatever the fuck, fuck they are. Might try to cancel you if you made this song today. This song, what can I say? It fucking rules. Riffs oh plenty. 
fucking I love this fucking song. And then we get to the next track, Hibernation, which ends the second vinyl. We'll go with you, Jerry. Again, another uh, Fanboy Dukes uh, song. We went from Sleaze, the first few four songs. Now we're going to just more some topical Ted Nation songs from the Fanboy Dukes. Um, Ted Man's a fucking national fucking band leader, dude. If you ever fucking, you know, watch or, or, or listen to how he describes how he makes his albums and how he does his performances, you'd understand that. And then, of course, if you go watch him, dude, he's fucking one of the best. I love listening to him talk. I love how he fucking introduces fucking songs in this album, dude. Fucking, it's, it's awesome, dude, man. Yes. Uh, some great sentiment, some great meaning behind this song, you know, it's a part of history. Um, some badass animalistic sounds from the guitar, man. I don't know how, what, what he's making those sounds with on there, but it's so fucking cool. I mean, instrumental, the instrumentations are fucking awesome. The live track fucking kicks ass. Again, this song is better than the original Amp Boy Duke's version. Just fucking balls on rock and roll. Five out of five. All right, man. I'll go next. Almost 17 minutes of pure kick-ass rock and roll. How many times... Like, and this fucking song's rules. The way Ted interacts with the audience is amazing. He, Like you said, Jerry, he flows with the stage raps. And this song will melt in your fucking mouth. One of the best jams ever. And the band is on fucking fire. Charles. Um, yet another Amboy jam here. And a long one. So break out the doobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the super long rap before from Ted. I'm getting some wild guitar sounds going on. His raps always remind me of Vince Fontaine from Greece. Maybe I'm the only one. Yeah, <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> kind of similar. Anywho, back in San Antonio, but we're a year later. I'm not sure what to think of a hodgepodge live album, but fuck it. Ted does what he wants. The lead-in is worth it alone here. I mean, he gets almost violin sounds. Yeah. I mean, I haven't checked out any videos of his performance or time frame, so I I just love to imagine what he was doing. It's cool as shit. I know that much. Plus, what's not to love about a 16-minute instrumental? <laughs> I believe it's the strength of it. You know, it actually, Ted carries this thing through, and pretty much none of the singers could have topped what he was doing with the guitar here. A tad long, but definitely an excellent guitar-driven instrumental, and I think it rules. Yeah, man, it's not yeah, the Grateful it's Dead. <laughs> oh, fuck the Grateful Dead. That shit makes me wish I was dead. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, the people got off acid and go, what the fuck were you listening to? <laughs> oh, man. So then we get to the next track, Stormtrooping, which Eric picked because he couldn't pick Great White Buffalo. So here we go, Stormtrooping on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. And join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Stormtrooping, man. Stormtrooping. God damn, this is like easily like up there as one of my favorite Ted Nugent songs, man. This shit gets me fired up, and this live version's even better because it's just louder, it's in your face, it's more raw and intense and longer. God, this song fucking rules. I love me some Stormtrooping, man. It's kind of weird, like, it, like Just With The Doctor Order is a great way to open the album, but this is also, like, this could have been another great album opener. Like, man, just them kicking into this song at the beginning of a show, man, that shit would get me fired the fuck. I love Stormtrooping, just the... Ready. Ready, Stormtrooper, come and get ready. Oh, fucking kicks ass, man. I think this is another one he played at that show that, like, and unfortunately I just do not remember him playing it because I was not familiar with any of his music. This song kicks so much ass. Uh, God, I just, uh, this is easily, like, it's up there as one of my favorite, this would be in my top three favorite 10 Nugent songs, man, studio version or live version. And goddamn, Derek, Derek St. Holmes shines on this song. His vocals are fucking amazing. Uh, fucking love it, and listening to it again, listening to this album again today, uh, just really reignited my love for this song. Fucking love it, man. It's fucking sexy too, man. That's one thing too, man. You know, Ted may not be into the, the the drugs or the drinking, but man, he did love him some women, and uh, you know he, he was doing a lot of fucking, you know. And goddamn, it just resonates in the music, man. This music is just sexy. Like this is like 
this is like stuff like, man, if you got a girl with you, man, you're trying to get her in the mood, play some fucking Uncle Ted, man. I mean, that, that, play this album. That shit will get her in the mood, man. And, oh, my God. Did Ted Nugent date a Philip? Wasn't he married to a Filipino woman, by the way? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was like she yeah, was a year Filipino old or like adopted. Hawaiian. Yeah, it was a 17-year-old that he adopted. But we don't like to talk we, about Yeah, that. we don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh yeah, I heard about that. It was yeah. yeah. He, he was he was doing pretty good until the whole like age thing came, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that, that was the part. That was, that was the part of why people started didn't like Ted. I think originally. Not yeah, 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 but politics. I mean, he, he, he was sort of, he, he was on the right track, and he fucked up. <laughs> you know, like Filipino women are gorgeous, but goddamn, Ted, find goddamn it, Ted, find your your own age or something. Goddamn. All right. find, a le find some legal age, goddammit. <laughs> Alright, so then we get to uh, Jerry, Stormtrooping, man. Holy shit, man. The fucking lead guitar. The fucking lead guitars at the beginning of this song are off the fucking chart, dude. Like I said it before, man. I wish people would fucking remember Ted. He's retiring after Vegas here. But I, hope, I wish the majority of people would fucking remember this guy for his fucking musicianship, man. Because he's one of the best. Dude. Damn right, man. I mean, I mean... You know, I say I, I say this every song, but it's true. The fucking rules. Ted Nugent's guitar playing, the fucking the great rhythm section, the fucking power of this fucking performance, dude. It's, it's just fucking. It's amazing, dude, and it's it, it, it's you know one of the best that I've heard in my life, in my fifty-two years of life, as far as performing. Mm -hmm. He's definitely one of the best, man. I mean, he is, this man. Song, this song just fucking proves it, and you know. And Ted maybe one is growing up maybe realize how the pleasures of a woman must be fucking awesome, dude. So, thank you for that, Ted. For yeah, <laughs> man, you know some, what? Giving me some sneak previews, man. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, five out of five again, dude. Fucking rules. Man, real quick too, man. I mean, you know what? People, there, there are a lot of people too. I, I bet don't even like know any of Ted Nugent's music, and they just hate him because of like they maybe they know Cat Scratch Fever, but they don't know any of his other songs. If you played this to someone and told them like, oh, it's uh, you know whatever fucking seventies artist, you know, or, or oh, this is just some band that really never got big named uh, uh, Jackie Jackhammer or some shit, uh, they, they'd be like, man, this is a great fucking song. But if you told them it was Ted Nugent, they just oh, I hate it. Oh, it sucks. Oh, fuck Ted. You know, like I I'm fucking so sick of people not giving artists a chance because of politics or because they just don't like the artist personally. Get the fuck out of here. This shit, fuck it. This is pure rock and roll, man. This is rock and roll the way it's meant to fucking be, man. Yeah, judge a person and the music by the way they treat you. You know, not by what you think they are. It's fucking stupid. It pisses me off. But uh, this is what I think about it. Listen to the crowd with Ted using those riffs to get them going. My God, it's so fucking intense. And then he hits that fucking riff. It balls that rock and roll. St. Holmes is back on vocals. Fuck yeah. And this guitar break with Ted going to fuck off. He's so fucking underrated. Fuck the Damn Rock right. and Roll Hall of Fame. And fuck them to fucking shit. This Wait, guy is not in there because of weird. politics. You guys fucking suck! No, he's not in there because he's actually good. Fucking Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not John Butterfield or, or no, Jackson Brown. Ted has the fucking... Garfield. I like Jackson. <laughs> but Ted has a fucking style that nobody else fucking has. It's like he is legitimately different. 
<laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? But fucking Charles, what do you think of Stormtrooper, man? Well, pretty quick, Colorado is now 2-0, 36-14 to over Nebraska. Cool. Um, Coach Prime, keep cool. doing your thing. I love uh, Dion, man. We get St. Holmes back on the lead vocals. I'm going to be honest here. I'm actually surprised that Ted hasn't been called out for this song. Uh, being everyone is on edge, you know, somewhere. Sure. Shit. And to be fair, to be fair though, it isn't glorifying the stormtroopers. It just says, "Get your gun ready." Yeah. And good, by the way. But these, we you know, with these fucking clowns today, you never know, man. Um, anyway, the song is slamming, so fuck them if they don't like it. Nuge's guitar solo again. Man, he really just plays some interesting shit, man. Does and then he, then he adds like some blazing fretwork after that. I'm convinced of people that don't give Ted enough credit for his musicianship because they focus on his politics. They really suck ass. Like they lick Fuck the ass. Mark is always talking about lick some ass. Uh, it's Ted's choice, man. And that's a shame. To be fair, though, it's a shame because Ted feeds into that a little too much, though. To be fair, but to to hell with it. This song jams. Maybe the best solo I've heard so far on one of the songs. It's so badass. Great track here. Haters be damned. Just listen to the damn music. Yeah. Hey, if you totally if you don't bad. like Ted Nugent because his politics, you're probably still a fucking virgin. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Or our major contributor to Mofos of Metal, with the oh, exception man. of Sean Russell. Sean Russell. <laughs> that dude fucking rules. I told him to fucking give me facts in our groups, and he already did. Fucking A. Uh, let's, not, let's not go overboard with that, though. Come on. I know. Yeah. He, he has, and he only did one. Lars is the best uh, thrash drummer, so that was cool. But, uh... I agree with him, kind of. I like Charlie Bonate the best, though. But then we get to Stranglehold, ending side three of the vinyl, and fucking motherfucking Jerry Supe picked it. So yeah! here it is on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Strangle hold on it. <laughs> 
gotta start low I saw people say that they're gonna die someday I got news, you never got your All right, Jerry. I got you in a stranglehold, baby. Oh, God. Come on, Mark. Stop <laughs> this. Damn, dude. God. Hey, it doesn't mean I want to fuck him. Go ahead, Jerry. You know, we, we shared yeah, a fucking... We shared a B&B in Nashville, and I was starting to worry why he wanted to share that fucking B&B. Well, you now. did show me that big <laughs> cock he had to show me how big it was, though. But go ahead. No, Whoa! <laughs> Just for the record, uh, Jerry, Jerry Stupay's packing some heat. Jerry, take a joke. <laughs> I said you had a big dick. Go run. Uh, 
<laughs> All right, man. This is fucking the loss and pad of Ted career. Ted's career. This song, man. Fucking blistering riffs, man. It's just fucking top ten classic riff of all time. Um, I love the fucking flanging bass and the fucking psychedelic light up a fucking doobie and enjoy the fucking music part. Um, also, I think Derek actually shows some pretty decent lead chops in here. I think they they switch off on leaves a little well, bit. Well, Ted during, said he's you know. one of the best guitarists he knows. And he's got some fucking pretty yeah. good chops, man. Yeah, um, a great fucking song. Not not too. Different from the uh, studio version. I see that's their, you know, cool leads. But other than that, the, the formula still stays the same as the record, I think. Um, love it. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Here comes the rare 10.5 rating for me, man. This song rules. This performance rules. This album rules. Ted rules. All right, man. We're not even done with the album, dude. <laughs> I'm just going to say something here. Uh, Ted was in a thing called Make the Band with Sebastian Bach. I remember that. And Those Sebastian, were Sebastian Bach almost got knocked the fuck out by the guy from Typo or whatever the fuck that band was. Well, he almost got knocked the fuck out oh by Ted. Oh, my God. God. I, fucking, I forgot about that. Because, oh, Ted, Ted, because Sebastian Bach was moaning over his lead on Stranglehold, and Ted yeah. said, you don't fucking sing over a fucking masterpiece solo <laughs> he was so pissed off at sebastian bach but I, I just wanted to bring that up because i thought he's right what the fuck is he going oh over his fucking solo the fucking ted is singing with this fucking solo on his album this is one of the best songs of all time it gets better here live this is my go-to version of this song studio version is great but oh my god live this version destroys it Ted with those sweet leads, St. Holmes on vocals, and also, like I said, with your your uh, review, uh, Ted has always fucking said St. Holmes is one of the best guitar players he knows. So it shows on this fucking song, heavenly as fuck. Why the fuck isn't Ted revered more for his playing? Because of his political shit? You got, like we've been saying this whole fucking show, fuck off, this, this master tape should be in the library of fucking congress in that fucking cave in colorado like fucking ozzy osbourne's bark at the moon is or not bark at the moon what is that blizzard of oz is this fucking album rules it should yeah. be saved for all generations star charles what do you think about it the main event of the evening undoubtedly a showstopper on the night it was recorded in Springfield, Mass. in 76, the same as when I seen them. The only thing I think is not cool is Nuge cut St. Holmes and the bass player Rob Grange for points on the song. In the, in the, he cut them out of the royalties. That's kind of lame. Yeah, it is. Uh, not yeah. cool. I didn't know not, that, by the way. As far as this version, of course it rules. It's my favorite Nuge song. It's just as good live as on the studio, which is a mark of a mark of a great song in my estimation. Goes as hard live as it does on a studio release. Tripped out jam, love it, and this version is no different at all. From my love, I'm telling you, listen to this on some doobage, oh, and it's rules, <laughs> man. Any Dude, I'm telling you. That fucking bass line, that fucking flange. Oh, bass, Jesus oh, Christ. Awesome. Yes. Why does 
Rob, yeah, Rob Grange, he got hosed. Yeah. That's why he left Ted after this. Era. I think Derek did the same thing. I think he pretty much yeah. Well, he came back re- later, though, Derek. Yeah, but, you know. But I'm digging this oddly crafted live album, and this track is no different. This song should be the 1970s rock national anthem. All due respect to Paul Stanley, but this is a better <laughs> song than rock and roll all night. Oh, God, this song shits all rock and roll all oh, night. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you now. I agree Absolutely. with you guys, but I'm not the biggest Kiss fan, so of course I agree with you guys. But uh, And I do like that song, Rock and Roll All Night, but not like this song. It's fucking way better. But uh, we get to the next song. And I oh, to... I didn't even talk about it. Oh, go ahead. Talk about you're it. Cut me out. You're trying to cut me out like... You're trying to cut me out of this review like like uh, Tenushi cuts his bandmates out of royalties. Oh, shit. Uh, the star didn't go last. Charles will get back to me on this later. But uh, okay. go ahead, Eric. Fucking Stranglehold, man. This, as much as I love Whole Lot Love by Led Zeppelin, this is the sexiest fucking song ever. Men, all you men listening to this episode, I know you're probably like at that age now you're struggling a little bit with your performance in bed. <laughs> I know the age group of this of this show, okay? You're having a little trouble with your lady, you're having a little trouble getting it up, you know, you're having some troubles in the bedroom, quit fucking your lady to slow jams. Play this song. Play this Musical song. Musical Viagra. <laughs> yeah, this is Viagra. The moment I hear that riff, my dick yep. gets so fucking hard. This song is sexy as fuck. This song, if you had to take sex and, like, put it into a song, it would come up with this fucking song. This is the sexiest goddamn song ever. And it kicks ass. And one thing I love, I love about it is like even live, Ted Nugent like doesn't overdo it. He just plays the solo as it is, and it kicks ass every fucking time. Man, just that. Oh, like I was, I was, you know, I was coming back from uh from the gym. It was either the gym or the grocery store, which, and I was playing this album. I pull into the, to my apartment complex, and there's people outside, and I have my windows down, music blasting, and, like, he's introing the song, and all of a sudden that riff hits, and I felt like the coolest motherfucker just pulling into the apartment complex with this song fucking blasting. Like, oh, my God. And, man, just hearing that riff, it's so sexy. It makes me think of my beautiful fiance, Mary. She's beautiful, man. Every time I hear that riff now, I just think of her. It's just like, oh, man, this song kicks ass. It was in so many movies, too, man. Like, I remember it in Dazed and Confused. I remember it in, uh, it was in Rockstar when he's dancing, like, with Jennifer Aniston and that chick who ends up having a penis uh, later on. (laughs) Um, And then uh, it it was also, too, I remember, one thing, too, I got to mention, the drums. Like, those drum fills when that riff kicks in, all of a sudden you hear those drum fills. Oh, I love those fucking drum fills. Like, I remember I saw that really shitty Bad News Bears remake at the theater. And it was a bad movie, but this song plays in, like, one of the scenes. And it was so good. I heard those drum fills, and they're so awesome. I had to go back home immediately and, like, listen to this song and listen to those drum fills. And I had a little uh, cheapy, like, fucking uh, Remo drum pad thing that my parents got me for Christmas that I play drums on sometimes. And I was trying to replicate those drum fills. Very badly, I might add, but God, it's just, this is, I, I agree with fucking Charles, man, this is like the fucking national anthem of 70s, like, rock and roll, it, fucking, this just could be the national anthem of rock and roll in general, man, this song is badass, you know, it's a great song, whether you, you want to listen to it while uh, smoking a doobie, 
drinking some beer, driving around in uh, sports cars or muscle cars. At least (laughs) not licking ass. Yeah, not exactly. looking ass. Well, at least like if it's a woman's here. ass, yeah, or some vagina. This is a love. This is a love making or making love. This is like the best song to make love to. If you're gonna pick any song to make love to a woman to, if 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 you're listening to the show and you're still a virgin, you're about to get laid for the first time. Play this fucking song. Play this goddamn song, and you'll you'll probably disappoint her because it's your first time. You'll probably come in like two seconds, but the uh-huh. second time when you build up a little stamina, this song will definitely like help. So oh yeah, God. this I song is sexy. The first time, yeah, that was horrible. Oh okay, <laughs> okay. Well, the first, wait, wait—the first time you came, or the first time you came in a in a woman, or a man? No, the first time you came in a woman, it was it was or a man. Like or a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but, I'm not judging, Mark. I'm not judging. We, this is 2023 here. No, <laughs> I'm just saying the first time I came in a woman, it was past. You're right. I learned how, <laughs> I learned how to fucking lick them out first. So. <laughs> we didn't was eat no pussy at first. Ass. No, I didn't eat pussy at first. What? Well, I didn't know how to, dude. I learned. I did not know how. Did you not listen to the Sam Kinison record? I'll tell you how. A B C D E F. You like the alphabet. Exactly, but I'll tell you how. Women love capital T. Women love the capital T. Mark only looks at Playboy. That's why. That's true. I like Playboys. I don't like porn. Yeah, I learned a lot from porn. God bless you, porn. Yeah. Did you guys Thank you, Larry watch- Flint. Thank you, you, Larry Flint. Did you guys ever watch ah. the movie Orgasma? Yeah, but the album Orgasmatron. I listened to the album. Well, it's from the makers of South Park. It's Trey Parker and uh, what's his name, Matt Stone. It's a funny ass movie where he's a Mormon and they pull him into a porno. Holy shit! You never seen yeah. that movie? I've never seen it. Yeah, you need to watch that movie. To- oh, you don't need to watch it. Watch it if you like to. <laughs> There you go. It's a fucking no, hilarious I movie. I did, but it's still like French wives uh, with full bushy beavers, and I mean, you can't beat it, man. Okay. Black man. black chicks, black chicks love white dicks. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, no, like that's the- right. Yeah, like Charles, you said you you've only dated uh, black women. I remember you saying that once. No, 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 no. I mean. Oh. Uh, Hey, I'm I'm not a I do not discriminate when it comes to the finer uh, sex there, uh, but I had a few, yeah, had a few here and there. Uh, thank you, Nader. Love you. I never love had all my a black <laughs> chick, and I love black chicks. Uh, yeah, lucky chick. But I mean, I, guy. I have two more continents to go, and I've uh, calculated. Oh, all of them. oh yeah. God, Jesus! You're <laughs> mad of the world. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna travel you gotta do your thing that's the way it you're like and I, lo- and I love i love charles use of the word copulating too awesome yeah he's he's See? like wilt chamberlain man I, I, I think we'll probably hear the word I, I, uh, before the show's over i love uh i love the, the movie cohen to the story had wilt chamberlain and his job is like oh you need to protect the princess's virginity it's like what a horrible job to give him Jerry's gonna go to his wife and goes, "Man, honey, I, I, I'm fucking horny right now. Let's go." <laughs> and ironic because I think Gene Simmons had more women than Will Chamberlain, though. You the, know, the, I think so. But Gene yeah, Simmons think... is so full of shit too. At the same time, who knows? He has Polaroids to prove it. <laughs> yeah. 
Is don't he? ask how I see, I've seen them. Don't ask how I don't ask how I got access to well, them. Well, then Shannon Shannon Tweed has got to be one of the dumbest women in the world. Well, if, that's if she asked, if she actually believed that he did not cheat on her, Shannon's I know what I mean. I think he got. I think she got around too. And oh, uh, yeah, it's odd. But I really, I think their daughter is drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, she is pretty. Son's kind of annoying. The son's. You kind guys of watch that Family Jewels show? I didn't. Oh, I used to I love know. Family Jewels. I watched the fuck out of that show. I just Google Sophie's pictures. That's all. <laughs> okay, Ooh. Sophie is hot. I've seen her. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so that was our version uh, review of Stranglehold. So we get to Stranglehold. Who does song? If you don't like, you suck. I if suck. Says, I don't like Stranglehold. You suck. And start listening to uh, Cardi. Okay, what's and the next song? The next song is a song I picked, Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. You bet your ass, you bet your ass, baby. We're here to do it to you one time tonight, 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 to do it in Nashville, Tennessee. I do believe it's fine, fine, some fine, double time, all mine, a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of here, a little bit of there, a little bit of tomorrow, nothing right out there. We're gonna do it to We got to do it to We got to have it every now. We got to do it to it. I fall down on the pavement. Do you hear me talking at you? Woo! I think I know what you like, baby. I say, I think. I think I say. I know that ain't nobody out there came to be mellow tonight, now did you? I say, I say, I say there ain't nobody. I say there ain't nobody not out there that even wants to be a little bit mellow. Now is there? Anybody wants to get mellow, you can turn around and get the fuck out of here. All right? Do you hear me? Hey, it's good for you. It's a good scene, as it is. This is a love song. I'd like to dedicate this to all that Nashville pussy.
sweet food time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Okay, ah, Wang Dang Sweet Food Tank, but uh, Eric, you just asked me why I picked it. Yes. Why? Why I, I picked you, it? I, the I, fucking I beginning, the the stage rap in there. Fucking Paul Stanley could learn about this because at least Ted is genuine with the stage raps. It's not like is anybody getting high out there? You know? <laughs> Fuck that shit. This guy is fucking into pussy. He's fucking in here saying, let me give it to you one time, you know. Fucking anybody wants to get mellow, they can turn around and get the fuck out of here. That's fucking Uncle Ted. It's fucking genuine. It ain't fake like Paul Stanley. Or like that Def Leppard Love Bites bullshit. Well, you know, <laughs> I thought we were done with that. <laughs> no, I, I still want to talk shit about that song as I fucking hate yeah, Mark, yeah. so you really like that song. Yes, yeah. I do. I'm not... You know, Mark, you, you remind me of the guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin who was, like, talking to his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like, remember, that time, remember that time we made love and, like, we cried in each other's arms? You know is what? It not, is it not the cuckold song? Getting, getting, it is. It totally is, dude. I'm getting yeah. picked on by a 30 year old man. What the fuck is wrong? Because <laughs> you're a 53 year old man that loves love bites. My <laughs> Well, fuck off. You guys, you like shit that I don't like, and I don't fucking. Mark, did your wife look at? Did your wife look at your record collection? See, like love bites when you top place. My songs. wife like, loves love bites, and she's a well. She's her, a woman. It's okay for her to like that her song. Her band is Rush. Mark, you have a penis between your legs. It's not okay to like that damn song. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, man, this song is dedicated to the nasty old pussy. Ted rules the song. Fucking the beginning, the stage rap destroys the studio version. But man, the studio version is awesome, also. But fuck. Where do you get that shit? If you want to get metal, get the fuck out of here. You know, yeah. this is a nasty old love song, man. Fuck yeah. This song if you want to get mellow, if you want to get mellow, go listen to Love Bites and sit your ass down. <laughs> yeah. And stop yeah, bringing probably Paul yell at me for listening stop to Love Bites, at Paul right? Stanley. You don't even know what the fuck is a good kiss song if it bit you. Mr. Hey, Crazy. Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Over is my favorite kiss album. And I yeah, like, right. I like Peter Chris songs on there. It's crazy nights. It is. I like you, crazy. It's not my favorite. I listen crazy to crazy nights sucks. I listen to rock and roll over or kiss alive one and two and three more than crazy. Three. Nights. I like three. three. I, love, I love love gun. I like three. Three, three is, is good because it's got Kulik on there, man. Kulik rules. It's good. Hey, Kulik's, Kulik's just—he's good, but it's just—he's—he sounds like any other like. You know, guitarists that you see like doing instructional videos. Oh God! Hey, say say what you want. I know Jerry don't hate Alive Three like I do. I don't hate it. Episode just came out, but um, there's only one guitarist in that band. His name is Ace Reginald. Well, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, you know Ace is my favorite member of the band. I got into Kiss because of Ace. I was Ace Frehley's comment. You know. You've heard, that. but no, Crazy Nights is an abortion of God, Hagar-esque. Terrible. Oh, man, that's some bad shit. Hagar wishes he wrote that album. It's so shitty. Oh, <laughs> God, I'm going to bang, bang you. But, uh, whatever. What? Mark, why are you, like, how do you want to have sex with all of us so bad? Come on. What's, I you hear you on, I Mark, hear. keep your dick away from my butt. I hear you on your podcast talking how sexy Ed, Eddie is, so. 
Fuck. Yeah, I but can't. I'm talking about wanting to, wanting to lick his ass. He, he always he always wants us to stay at his house, too, in California. Oh, no. Homie, don't play butt darts. I'm not drinking darts. anything you want from me. I'm bringing my own things. Homie, don't play butt darts, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give you no, guys a man, reason. I don't know that. I just I told you. Have I lied I to any of you guys? Nah. I didn't mention any of that. You live in California. Oh, Things fuck off. Mark, Mark <laughs> I hate Mark, my own Mark state. Putting, Mark putting roofies in our drinks. How do you fucking yeah, he's putting roofies. And playing love bites. And playing love bites. Mark, if you roofie me at your house, at least play a good song while you fuck me. I'll play you some Lizzie Borden. Okay, there you okay, go. Okay, that, that makes it like better, I guess. Or I'll play Love Gun for you. Stranglehold. Oh, Jesus. Stranglehold. Stranglehold. There you go. Yeah, Eric will get all sexy and he won't have a... Well, your fiance will be here, so there you go. Or your wife at that time. I have no idea. Okay, guys. If I, spend the night, if I spend the night at your place and me and my and me and my fiance are making love and also I hear love bites playing and see you in the corner like of the room hiding, I'm going to be pretty pissed. Dude, I ain't creepy. I'm not a creepy dude. Just saying that. I'll be making... I'll be, I like, creepy. we'll be in the bedroom making love, and also I hear, when you make love, do you look in the mirror? More, go I'm away. Gonna, I'm not going to be that Napoleon Dynamite dude in the corner watching. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. no John Hater for you, okay? No, I put, I put Oingo Boingo about singing about oh, love. God. Getting made love to. Oingo fucking Boingo. Ah, oh, fuck off. Three uh, uh, six one. All right, yeah. All right Wayne, Jerry, Boon, Tang, Jerry. Wang Dang, Sweet Fucking Poon Tang. Again, another fucking classic title from Ted. And yes, I do like this baby. I fucking like this baby a lot. All right, this is the ultimate sexual orientation. Song. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not discriminating. I'm not discriminating. If you feel that you have to go to the other side, more power to you. All I can say is if you're a warm-blooded male and this song does not get you thinking about, you know what? I would start, you know, questioning yourself a little bit, which is not a bad thing, you know. If you want to go the other way, that's fine. We we roll with the alternative life. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. This, I'm saying this is the perfect, you know, even if you're like in those Christian families where they, you know, they try to get their children out of homosexuality or whatever, play this song. And you will have all your answers right there. If, yeah. You know, that person's straight. Because this song fucking rules, dude. Uh, anyway... Me. Maybe. I had a couple Nadines in my lifetime, I have to admit, which is a good thing, dude. They kind of shaped the, some aspects of my life, my sex life. Anyway, you know, this seems like a lot faster and nastier version than the, than the studio version. I may be mistaken, but I think Derek plays a lot of leads on this one. Am I mistaken on that one, or am I imagining I'll, things? Like I'll that? back you up on it. Don't have a clue, but I'll back no to have... Jerry, if you know that, it's cool, man. But awesome, whoever is fucking totally awesome, dude. Before it again, goes. I mean, well, are you done yet, Jerry? Go right, ahead. One more thing. Classic nudes track, classic live performance, and Nashville pussy does fucking rule, dude. Five out of five. <laughs> Before Eric goes, because he's also always really great, I want to go on this one here. Because uh, he just did Pearl Jam. Oh God, that was horrible. That was terrible. I know. Hey, better sounds like he's giving birth, man. Like so literally, diamond, if a if a man if a, if there's ever a way a man could give birth out of his cock, that's probably what it sounds like. It sounds like a full jam album. 
Maybe. I I, I, <laughs> I don't hate verses, but I will say maybe I could get your point. Let me say one thing there. Hey, ladies. There's nothing better, right? Well, at least to me. Well, dudes, maybe. I don't know. Ladies, dudes, we live in a different world now. I don't know. But it's the best part of the lady. And she's so sweet. When she yanks my meat. <laughs> yeah. Dirty. Ted, Ted came up with that last line, ladies, to send your hate tweets to him, not me. Uh, I, I mean, he just loves you, ladies. I mean, that don't get you all riled up. I mean, ain't none of this, don't call me daughter. No, he knows what the ball <laughs> is. And I do, too. And, uh, man, the guitar solo. Primo shit right here. I mean, if people don't like this or hung up on some dumb shit, as this is what rock and roll is all about. Not that emo, I didn't get my Nintendo when I was 12. You know, <laughs> eating the poon nanner, doing your thing. <laughs> Crank this motherfucker up is my estimate. He And he is the only good thing about that crappy damn Yankees band as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I said it. You always Go ahead. It. All right, Eric. Wang dang, sweet poon tang. If, if Strangle, Strangle holds a, the sex song... And like your woman, you know, that song finishes, you're done, and the girl's like, oh, we're done. And you're, this song comes out, and you're like, no, bitch, we're just getting started. <laughs> and you get back into it. You know, Stranger Holds kind of slow and sexy and nasty, and this song's just like, oh, oh, you're like, you're just going to town, baby. And uh, God, this is like when you get that second one, you're just like, boom, 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 like just pounding fast. This is a dirty episode, by the way. We need to put a goddamn parental advisory sticker on this one. Wang nah, dangs. Nah. No, that nah. that was the uh, one episode. What was that? Uh, Steel Panther. Steel Panther. That was holy cool. shit. But yeah, this song fucking rules. I love this live. The only there's only one complaint I got about the live version is you don't have the Wang dang sweet putain background vocals by like the chicks, uh, like the Pointer Sisters, or whatever. Uh, I love that part of the studio version. But I mean, other than that, though, I mean, like I can't complain. This this live version kicks ass. It's mean. It's dirty. It's sexy. And I fucking love it, man. Just a kick-ass fucking tune. Yeah, so then we get to Cat Scratch Fever. Jerry, you want to take this first? Ow! Jerry. One second. Oh, she died. Oh, <laughs> he died. Just because you're making him sit in that fucking uncomfortable chair. Uh, yeah, right? Bad. I had back surgery. Sorry, it. Sorry I'm eating a Pop-Tart. I'm still eating a Pop-Tart, sorry. You're a Pop-Tart. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Wait, wait, wait. What flavor? Chocolate. Oh, I like that cinnamon one. Everyone likes the brown sugar one. I love the brown sugar one. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Cash Scratch Fever, man. What a fucking other killer fucking track. Ted bragging about his only fucking addiction, which is a fucking great addiction to have. Um, you know... I think we've all probably had, maybe Mark hasn't yet, but we've all had those battle scars after a good, you know what? Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm just, what the fuck? I'm, I'm just married. kidding. Come on. Mark, I'm just kidding, dude. Come on. Now. Three times. All right, go ahead. Um, It's pretty much next to the studio version, but it still kicks ass, dude. 
another fucking classic performance. I know it sounds like a fucking broken record, but everything everything about this album is fucking cool and it rules. And what can I say? Another fucking five out of five, man. Yeah, man. So I'll get into the next one. Still cool classic. Double entendre is up the fucking ass. Make you pussy purr with the stroke of my hand. Probably wouldn't get away with this anymore in this fucking PC culture. Fuck off. This is art. Can't go wrong again with live Ted. Listen to the solo. It's like, what the fuck? It's that good. Eric. Hey, you can't you can't write you can't get away with writing this song nowadays. We can write a song about wet ass pussy that fucking sucks. Right, right. Yeah, get get the fuck out. I fucking love this song. Like I said, this is the one song I did remember from the show because it's just like it's a very catchy song. And like you know, if you don't know anything about Ted Nugent, most likely you'll probably know this song or this will be the first song you, that introduces you to Uncle Ted. Fucking love it, man. It's, it sticks kind of the studio version, uh, but it still kicks ass, man. And uh, I, I got in trouble in elementary school for this song. I had big trouble. <laughs> so I had a, a teacher. Uh, it was, I don't know if it was a teacher or it was one of the lunch moms. Uh, for those of you who don't, I don't know if you know, it's a generational thing, but the lunch moms were like these moms that didn't do anything or they didn't work. And so they like came to the school and just would monitor the, the lunchroom, you know, for the kids uh, during lunchtime. And they'd go outside during recess and monitor the kids, you know, so we call them lunch moms. There's this one, it was either a lunch mom or one of my teachers I, was, I like, had the biggest crush on, because uh, little Eric in first grade loved the older ladies. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was one teacher, like, because I listened to the song all the time, and even as a little kid, I knew what the song was about. You know, I, I knew a little too much at a young age, but uh, I, I told, I just simply told her, I'm like, uh, you know, something like, uh, you gave me Cat Scratch Fever, baby, and boom, got sent right to the principal's office, uh, got in big trouble for that, and got my, my Kiss Action figures taken away for a week, Aww. but, <laughs> yeah, Dude, that, that's yeah I literally could- Cruel and unusual punishment. Cruel Dude, and unusual I literally, punishment. I came, I came home and like I knew I was in trouble because like I, I said some, some very inappropriate to my teacher, which I, I was just a young kid. I didn't know how bad that was to say. You know, I come home and I see a big cardboard box, with my kiss figures in it, and my mom's standing there like really pissed off. I'm like, no, you know. And uh, yeah, but I love this damn song, man. I, I love it. You know, I remember, you know, I had my toy guitar and just playing the CD all the time, playing this song and pretending I was Ted running around, jumping off my bunk bed with the guitar and shit. Just great song. Man, it just takes me back to being young. It's been a song that's part of my life, you know, damn near forever. Fucking love it, man. You know, go listen to it, goddammit. All right, so I'll go next. Uh, wait a minute, did I already go on this one? I already went on. St- Charles, your turn. Yeah. Did One of the most. Song, Mark? Huh? Yeah, I already said. I said you make a pussy purr with the stroke of my hand. So Charles turn. One of the most iconic guitar riffs in the game. Uh, I have to say though, ironically, I always Jerry got in like, that chair, fucker. Well, go ahead. I did. <laughs> it's, it's been a long episode. I've always liked Pantera's version a little better though. What? I love. It. I like their version. I like their version. Yeah, I'm serious. I, I don't know they crush it more. But I'm a fan of the original studio version. And to me, there's something lacking on this version. I think it's about the only one I heard that I think I dig the studio version a bit better. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the guitars are a bit too low in the mix for my liking. 
Guess can't win them all. Uh, I was a bit disappointed in this version, but I think it's the production more than anything. I do believe this album could stand a remaster, as you told me there might be one out there. Uh, and I think this is one of the songs that points to that. Not a great version of this all-time classic due to the, the master I heard. All right, man. So we, uh, I don't know, man. Fucking this Nashville recording is pretty fucking good in my opinion. I like it I too, know. man. I'm not on Apple Music. All right. need well, I heard something. it on Amazon, so, uh, and my CD. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't get And then we get to the final song on this album, Motor City Madhouse, Jerry. I mean, it's a classic Ted Closer. I mean, you know, uh, it was off its first album, which is a fucking great record. I mean, you know, I said it all through this fucking interview. What can you fucking say? I'm going to sound like a broken record again. Everything cool about Ted Nugent and his band are fucking, you know, are on this song, dude. I mean, firing on all fucking cylinders, man. Classic, classic, classic fucking rock and roll, dude. Five out of five. I fucking love this album. This is one of my favorite live albums. Everybody goes, a lot, not everybody, but a lot of people go to intensities and ten cities, but I prefer this one. My only, only issue with this album, I think Charles probably would agree with me on this one, because he mentioned something about it earlier, is the songs are kind of, you know, in a weird order on it. You know what I mean? I agree. I think it is kind of um, in order. But uh, anyway, you know, just it's a fucking, just a fucking record, dude. I mean, this is probably going to be one of my highest ranked albums we've done on the show. If it wasn't for that you know, subpar, baby, please don't go. It'd probably be a five out of five, but I'm giving this a four point eight out of five, man. I love this fucking record, dude. Good pick, Mark. All right, man. So uh, I'll go next. Uh, uh, Eric, you go. Uh, Morrissey Madhouse. Yep. Okay, man. Fucking Morrissey Madhouse. This one kicks ass, dude. And then Ted, Ted just goes off at the end, man. Some of them screams, going ape shit. Uh, this is just a great fucking song, great way to close the album. I mean, it's just a, it's just a killer fucking album, and what a great blistering track to end it with, man. You know, the Motor City, you know, he is the Motor City Madman. I really kind of hate Detroit; it's kind of a shithole. But I mean, uh, we did get some good, uh, good music from Detroit. You know, back in the day, you know, Ted Nugent, Alice Cooper. Uh, so yeah, man, and Alice Cooper rules, man. I MC stand with Alice fucking Cooper. MC Five. Uh, no, I'm not that into that. What? No, no, no. Get, uh, you just ruined it, Mark. Mercy uh, Madhouse, man. Fucking Ted Nugent. F fucking listen to Ted Nugent. G stop giving a shit about his politics and listen to the fucking music, goddammit. Go play this album. It'll probably help you have a better sex life. You probably won't be such an asshole anymore. Listen to fucking Uncle Ted, baby. And we got Jeff Beers from Detroit. So there you go. But, yeah, uh, Jeff, yeah, Jeff Beers is a fuck. I fucking love Jeff Beers. If he's listening to this episode, Jeff Beers, I fucking love you, bro. Why haven't you brought him on your podcast? I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Because he's like very sought after, man. It's like trying to get like you know, it'd be like trying to get you know an Eddie Van Halen on your show. Like, I don't know if he was still alive. He's come on our I show think, twice already. Yeah, man. I, 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 th I think he's on Instagram more than he is on Facebook. Yeah, to be honest with you. Dude, I, I, could get, I could get him on any show if I ask him. As long as it's an album he likes. Well, you you pay him, Mark. Oh, I, I, I give him stuff. <laughs> uh, how can you mention I, the great? How can you mention Detroit without mentioning the great Bob Seger? Oh, Come Bob Seger. Oh, I do love some Bob Seger, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we get to I, I'll get to my review on this man. Um, this album be cranked to eleven. Fucking, you're in your car. You drive like a Motor City madman. 
Fucking Ted, no one sounds like him again. You can feel the band's energy and Ted's soulful playing. Plus that bass. You guys have been talking about the bass player. Oh, great. I fucking, I had to bring him up now. Uh, be a pumping Ted stage raps are the best and genuine. Like I said, not like Paul Stanley. His are fake. And oh, yeah. Fuck Paul Stanley. Way to end one of the great all-time live albums of fucking all-time. Fucking star, Charles. Sir, you're going to keep... Stop bringing up Paul Stanley, all right? Well, because it's like, anybody want to get... Who's getting high yeah. out there? You don't, you don't get high? You don't get high? Yes. When you said Crazy Nights is better than Lick It Up, you lost all... <laughs> what? Credibility. Me, I said it was on par with Crazy On par? That's just bad. Par. <laughs> Please do not bring up Paul Stanley. Thank you. Okay, uh, close out with this oldie but goodie off the Ted Nugent album. This one works for me a lot more than the version of Cat Scratch Fever. Uh, just a slamming track with more killer guitar work. Overall, one of the better songs on the record. I do enjoy the album, but as stated before, I want an official remaster. Not this, it's on Amazon and it's only on the, I want a real remaster. Because I think it warrants it. Uh, I mean, yes, I agree with everybody else here. Even though Mark hates Paul Stanley for some reason. I, I, don't, I like uh, him mostly. You know, leave Ted, take the politics out of your mind. Listen to this. It's pure rock and roll bliss. And if you don't, then go listen to Oingo Boingo. Not okay. Exactly. Why, 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 why? You know what? Which do you like? I, 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 there's nothing I could bag on. I like Oasis. Fuck, dude. You don't like ghosts. You don't like ghosts. There you go. Well, oh, I don't like ghosts, but that's kind of drawn out. You guys know I don't like ghosts, so I don't keep bringing like it Cirque up. Say now, but you do like Seriously now. Who? Seriously. Yeah, I song. did. I did like that Cirque, song that Jerry Cirque, picked last Cirque. week. Yeah. I call it Seriously, but Cerise. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jerry. That's that's a great song. And I do like rats again. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's on a ghost. <laughs> but uh, let's get to our tracks of the week, man. And uh, I had to pick it. I picked some Ted Nugent from Damn Yankees. I know. Oh. Pile Driver. Which I picked on Damn Yankees. Yeah, well, at least it's Ted Nugent still. That's yeah. yeah, I, I had to pick it. And then. Jerry, you picked Love is Taken, It's Told by Soraya? Yeah, I heard that song the other fucking day, and I was like, what a cool tune that was. Sandy Soraya has a fucking voice, man. Love that album, actually. All right, and then, Eric, of course you picked the new Lizzie Borden, Death of Me, which sounds like... Give that man your Jeff money! <laughs> what? That the drums is totally like electronic, <laughs> man. Don't you insult Joey Scott. <laughs> Don't you insult my boy Joey Scott. Sorry, dude. I'm Team Mark here. That song blows, but we'll play uh, a show. Give, give Lizzie Bourne your money. Give Lizzie Bourne your money, everyone. I like his older stuff, but uh, give him your money. Buy his new, buy his like remastered albums. God damn it, Lizzie Bourne fucking rules. Give him it's money because like, I want him to go on tour. It's like they did new metal industrial fifteen years too late. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? 
His voice oh, I haven't sounds, heard it. I haven't heard. I haven't his heard. His voice so sounds constrained it. too. It's like oh. he's not singing. Well, he's older, Mark. Give him a oh, fucking break. So is Glenn Hughes, and Glenn Hughes could fucking hit notes. Well, Glenn Hughes is a freak of nature, Mark. <laughs> Old people trying to be cool. That's all it is. All right. But if you like it, we'll play it. Fuck yeah. yeah. So Charles, you picked uh, "Humble Pie" thirty days in a hole. Good song, dude. Good too. What a band. Uh, I think I might have picked that song before. Sorry if I did, but uh, love Humble Pie, another underrated band, and I'm going to assume on our live albums we will do live at the Fillmore eventually. Probably, we have to yeah. do an Almond Brothers album too, man. Shit. That would be cool. Would just need about seventy-two hours to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> 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 man. Uh, so I, I I'm gonna Jerry man final thoughts man. Um, yeah I mean I hope you guys enjoy our show man. Um, we have a lot of fun doing it and uh, I think we're pretty good. Are we the best? We're 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 getting better I think. Oh fuck off. So um you know uh <laughs> have an ego bitch. Just it always is cool to have Eric. Well, thanks again, bro. Uh, yeah, fucking love, love having you. Love oh, love yeah. having you on, dude. And, uh, and we reviewed a really good album. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I'm just, you're like, sometimes Mark, sometimes Mark brings me on for albums I fucking hate on purpose. Well, actually, like, oh, I, I, that was Charles on that Metallica album. So <laughs> this is one of the one of the only albums for that. I think that I that I've liked that Mark has picked. What else have I liked that you picked? You like the Bob Seger one. Yeah, you like lots of stuff I picked. I did. I mean, okay. Well, you got you got better that. on the the Black Country Communion. You said you like it. Yeah, better. I like it better. Doesn't mean I love it. You know okay. what I mean? So don't anyway. have to love everything, man. No, not at all. But uh, all right. So I want Eric pimp your shit, man. Well, yeah, man. Uh, Eric Jordan RMCP or Eric RMCP Jordan, uh, whatever you want to call me. But uh, I am a host of the Rock All Over You podcast, Mr. A. Canstrashi. New episodes whenever I feel like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whenever I feel like fucking editing, which is never. But yeah, we got a new Pearl, our newest episode as of the time of recording. This is the Pearl Jam episode, but we got a couple good ones coming up. I'm just going to leave under wraps. We got a couple good ones coming up that we got scheduled. So uh, go subscribe to us. You know, Spread your ass cheeks on that subscribe button. Leave us a goddamn review. What the fuck? Yeah, the reviews have dried up. I left you a uh, review, man. I, I, I wasn't saying you didn't leave one, man. I appreciate you, man. More, start. If anyone's going to do anything Mark said, Mark does, do that. Leave a review. <laughs> um, and I, and I want to give a shout to my, my fiance, my beautiful man. Mary, I love you, baby. Mwah. I just became a, uh, that was totally like, uh, it's probably the least manliest you'll see me there, but I love that woman, man. Yeah, just don't forget me when you do the Stones XL Main Street. Uh, oh, God. I am, I am not looking forward to that yeah, one. Eddie That's a double me. album, Mark. That's Eddie, a double album. Eddie needs yeah. me on his side on that one. I, I could feel it. He needs the, the mark on that one. But, but uh, I listen to Rolling Stones with a double album. Like, uh, Dude, you might like it, seriously. You know. But uh, I'm going to say uh, thank you, Eric, for coming on. And I just got to say we are... A good, great podcast in my mind. Uh, you have to have a slight go here and there. You just can't say we suck. You know, we don't suck. And uh, I thank you, Eric, for coming on here. I have, in my mind, no offense to anybody else, I think I have the best two co-hosts in podcasting with Jerry Supe 
and always star goes last charles trainer thank you guys for always chuck having charles manson chuck charles man he yeah. rules manson. i love this. him i love See? lee i love the former co-host which will probably be on the video since you guys aren't being on there but i uh, hate terrence uh who? Terrence. who i can't is say it? anything about him he's trying to get me fired from disney uh here, yeah, I'll kick, dude i'll kick his ass <laughs> but uh i'm gonna let the star take us out today charles is it is it soupy or soupy or soupy? soupy. You jumped in. Soupy, 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 soupy sales. Soupy sales. Soupy sales. It's Jerry Soupy. 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 Goddamn. <laughs> Got me sick wrong. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know. Uh, fantastic episode. Thanks, Eric, for uh, Eric to be on again. And uh, look forward to in a few weeks. He'll be back on with something that will be fun, I'm sure. Oh, and fun, give it a yeah. Give it away. Don't give it away. And uh, giving it away. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe, and all that good shit. And all you seventeen hundred members, be nice if you listen. By the way, and uh, other than that, have a great day, folks. We're actually up to eighteen now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this, my, my fiance will listen. Yeah. Yeah. She actually, she actually does listen to like the entire. She'll listen to the entire fucking episode too. Like I'll even tell her like, hey, this is where I meant. I mentioned you towards the end at this timestamp. She'll be like, no, I listened to the whole fucking thing. Yeah, we all love women. I do Not too. Oh, well, except Mark. I don't know. Mark, 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 shut up. Much. He loves love bites and licking man butt. And then after that, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> What ballads do you like, Charles? You must like some ballads. I still what love you. Ballads. You like that song, right? Mark, you love make love to a man or whatever that death love Make love was. like a man, not to a man. <laughs> Gosh, man. I'm so Don't misunderstood. call me Low, Don't call me Casanova. Come on. That's, that, Paul Stanley looks at those lyrics and laughs. I, I should just go bury my head in the sand like a fucking ostrich. Sure. We both love something, though, and uh, and Eric and I both love within you and without you. Oh, oh that's on fucking. That's on rules. Oh. I love sitar. We need to have him on when we do Sergeant Pepper's. Even though fans don't seem to like the Beatles episodes, fucking. Yeah, what the fuck? I think they 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 catch them later. You know, but yeah. it takes a while for the people to listen to them. But fucking kiss, fucking <laughs> crazy nights, fucking. Oh my god, later. kiss. God dang. Kiss oh Crazy God, Nights just the fucking blew up and Def Leppard blew up. But fucking, fucking as cool. we record this, 75 downloads of Abbey Road. Yeah. A little disappointing, but, you know, Kiss rules. And, uh, whichever. I, I don't care. We could review, uh, Weird Al next week. I wouldn't care. It don't matter to me. But I, I just enjoy the record. That Abbey Road episode was so fucking raw, it rules. Uh, that's all I yeah, yeah, I was pretty trashed. I called George Martin Jeff Martin at one point. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> so you guys need to check that episode out, Eric. If you haven't heard it, you need to check it out. Uh, I'll check it out. All right, man, we're gone. We're out of here. Later, guys. Peace. Nice lick. Nice lick.
little girl comes up next to me and says, Mr. Nugent, do you think my skirt is showing enough? I said, baby, you want to be alive? You got to pile jazz. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah.
yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah For the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the free form rock show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. 
Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.